I was about to say, why is not letting me do anything? Oh my god, I'm so sleepy. Oh, fuck, motherfucker. What the fuck is that? We got all kind of stuff in the damn bed with me. Shit. Because I'll be waiting up until you get home. And I can't sleep without your baby. Oh, 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 if anybody who's ever loved you know just what it feel too hard to take it. Nothing can replace it. They call the radio with you. Just can't be without you, baby. Yeah, yeah. I got a question for you. You already know the answer. Still, I want to ask you what a lie. No, make me cry. Oh, do something behind my back and then try to cover it up. But neither would I. Baby, my love is only ever love. I'll be faithful. <laughs> Why the fuck is you? You're a fucking creep, Ron J. I'm trying to fucking sing myself to wokeness. And you just fucking creepily fucking just sitting there. God damn it. I mean, I know I ain't got no vocals like you got, nigga. Like, I can't sing how you sing. But I'm just waking up here, and I'm just trying to get myself together. You just want to fucking sit there with your fucking backwards hat, just fucking staring at me. Put your fucking avatar back. God damn it. You guys, these fucking pictures. Put your fucking avatar back. Ain't got time for it. Hello, Megs. Megs, you know what? I've been noticing you coming through, chilling. Shout out to you, baby. Thank you for sitting and chilling, y'all. I'm like hella fucking excited because I've been running this motherfucking creator's fund up. Do you motherfucker hear me? Let me just let y'all know my stats real quick because, you know, Ron J, you a sportsman. Let me know. Let me, let me let you know my stats real quick. Today is Saturday. They wrote this shit out when? Thursday. Thursday. Okay. At the start of this shit, I had 28,000, no, it was 27,000 listens, okay, at the start of this, when I first got the ship, 27,000 listens. I am now at 39,000 listens. I have increased my listens so much since the start of this. I got money in the motherfucking bank, and no, it's not just a couple of little cents, okay, and... I woke up so okay yesterday yesterday it was at 33,000 right I had increased it in the uh in the one day and then I had woke up I had woke up and it had increased by like 5,000 fucking listens I woke up this morning to 20 follows because I was getting follows because if you don't know if you don't know if you post and do a lot of posts Stereo will continue to continue to continue to push your shit. If they continue to push your shit, if you go on Stereo's website, there is a list on Stereo's website. If you don't see your name on that list, you're not doing enough because they don't show everybody on Stereo. I think they may show like the top 50, okay? The top 50. And you can move up and down that list. When 
we started at the beginning of this when they first rolled it out. I was on the list, but I was like, shh, down there, like down, 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 down there, way down there at the bottom. Yesterday, I was able to move up to the top into the second spot. Inspect had moved up into the first spot. I had moved up into the second spot. And how you know if you're moving up in the list, you will just start getting follows, just random follows out of nowhere. Because usually like, oh, if you're in, you're in your room and there's a new person that come through, they follow you. Okay, boom, you notice the follow. This is just random ass follows. You're just getting random follows, just people joining the app and following. Because what will happen is when people join the app, newly join the app, stereo show them what they do is they show them that top 50 list and they like hey they suggest that they you follow and typically they will just go down that list and just follow everybody on wherever uh whatever stereo suggests to them okay so and you can tell because like okay if you get a random follow this is what i want you to do just random follow click on that person you'll probably see that they're following exactly 50 or 51 people. Some of the people won't do it all 50. They'll probably just do like 20 of them or whatever. But you'll see, usually it's like 50 people. They're following 50 people and they, they maybe like one person or no, be, no people are following them yet. That's how you know if you're on the motherfucking list. I mean, or you can go to the website and you can look and see if you're on the list. Matter of fact, let me go see where I'm at right now. I'm about to see where I'm at. I'm about to see if any of y'all is, is on the list. Okay, I'm gonna see where I'm at, see where anybody else is at. Let's see what's trending today. Ooh, Pineapple Planet. His uh his um Britney Spears post is trending. Okay, okay, okay. Some other people trending that we don't know. This is why I told uh this is why I told um Rashad, he's like, oh, this app is so small, you guys. You can't even, whatever the fuck he was talking about. And I'm like, nigga, this app bigger than what you think. Because if you go on to, uh, oh, what's the meaning behind your username? Kennedy. And look, I'm right there. They showing me right down there in the comments. They showing who commented. Well, like the six people that commented. And I'm the second person that got my little my little avatar up there. So Kennedy, she trending. But yeah, like I said uh, to Rashad, like, nigga, if you go on their website, it's so many fucking shit that they trending. You'll be looking like, I don't even see this shit on my page. Who are these people? Exactly. Exactly. Okay, look, my DMZ, my hashtag is still fucking trending. It's this the second one trending, though. Yesterday and the day before that, it was the first one. Look, I started off three days ago with my hashtag. My hashtag had 53,000 okay listens to it today it has 56.24 thousand i gotta see when when ron j and them go on i'm finna be in my post like a motherfucker i'm doing like 15 posts today 15 now let's see what people are trending let's go to the people who's in first okay gaming daily all right his shit was the first one up there Look, Inspect up there in the top five. I'm just trying to see if I noticed anybody else besides all of the kids. You got Hill and Moon Goddess up in there. Up in this top 50. See, I done went to sleep. And I done moved down. You got Song Dreamer up in that thing. Um, I'm trying to see who else. See, uh, see oh, you got me up in that thing. But I done moved down some notches. And then I'm amongst all the fucking kids. So you know what that means? Garden clones, Cassie K. That means I got to post. I got to get up. I got to post. So um, I'll be on here for a little while because, you know, 
you get the money off of being on as well. Shout out to Tammy, Gigi. Last night we was up there having fun. Got off, made some good little coin when I got off. So yeah, y'all, it's a little, it's a strategy. But I want my, I want my, I want my hashtag to be number one again. So I gotta fucking get on and shit, cause I like being number one. I'm super competitive. I want to be the motherfucker winning all of the shit. Okay. But I was gonna do this talk last night, and hold on. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing at a message in the background. It's just funny. I want to talk about this shit, this entitlement thing, right? Especially like here on stereo, duh, 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 duh. We keep it to stereo, right? But it's just like, okay, no one owes you like anything. And I'm not the type of person like I don't like to get the counting favors. Shout out to Livewire and them. They had a talk about um forgiveness yesterday, right? Like forgive, forgive was the word of the day. And it was just like in that talk, um, it made me realize because they were talking about like, oh, you can forgive but not forget. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, you can, I mean, don't forget, but at the same time. There's a difference between like forgiveness, I mean, forgetting or not forgetting rather, and then just kind of sitting in something and just kind of ruminating in it and letting it just kind of build up, right? So it's like, oh, I'll forgive you, but I'm not going to forget. So then every time you make any type of mistake or whatever, I'm just going to continue to bring up, you know, this thing. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't think that I feel like if you're going to deal with somebody, forgive them. And it doesn't necessarily have to be. I know that we automatically a lot of times go to like romantic relationships and think about cheating or whatever. I'm not it doesn't necessarily have to be cheating. It's just whatever. Whenever you're in any in any kind of interpersonal relationship with somebody and something happens humanity wise, right? Human wise, because aren't we humans? I don't think anybody's infallible. I don't think anybody is perfect. I don't think any of that, right? So I feel like there's a certain amount of grace that you have to automatically give people for them just being a human being. And the fact that they are going to make mistakes, because I feel like you kind of learn and grow sometimes through mistakes that you make. You're not going to go and get everything right 100% of the time like that's just not going to happen and unfortunately when you are we deal with people we, we deal within relationships you know hopefully ain't nobody just walking around this earth alone I would hope not that's a you know fucked up existence but so you're going to be interacting with people you're going to have these relationships with people you're going to inadvertently and unintentionally probably hurt somebody hurt their feelings and stuff and i just feel like if you feel like you're going to be dealing with anybody and never feel anything other than joy and happiness when dealing with another human being i don't know i think that's unrealistic you know i think your head is in the clouds and i think it would like behoove you to understand that humans are human so that the sooner that you accept that you can work through mistakes and things like that right and if you choose to forgive on some level you do have to forget like if if not forgetting is going to cause you to sit in the shit and continue to relive it over and over and over and over and over again i mean i i don't know so you have to on some level to for, forget right so like during that during that conversation, 
when, when we were talking about like not forgetting and things like that or whatever and we, they start talking about like expectations and stuff and it just got me thinking like no nah. i mean we can have some a certain level of expectation especially if somebody qualifies or states that they're qualified for something or whatever but don't nobody owe you anything anything not in friendship not in anything like that right and if you do something for somebody because that was that was that was what i said in the comments i don't like it if you know motherfucker want to sit up there and tell you oh because in 1995 i did this you know i did that i did this i'm talking with somebody like when something happens and something goes wrong between you two right you start liking to say that you did all of these things and because you did all of these things you are owed this certain amount of whatever right in, in return or whatever and i just feel like do we do things out of the kindness of our hearts or because we truly want to how genuine how genuine is what you do for other people how genuine is it um it's hard for me to accept any kind of things from anybody right because i don't know the genuineness behind it because people love to count their favors and what what's not going to happen because i'll go off like i'm the type of person that i would definitely go off if you get to try and tell me a b and c so let me tell you and and just because you did a b and c for me that means that somehow now i have some this like unspoken contract that i have to do shit for you or i gotta i owe you something because of that because the only time that i feel like anything is owed is if it is a spoken agreement it was spoken on that if i do this like i'm gonna need a favor you know how if somebody does a favor and then they say okay but you're gonna have to owe me one right right but nobody it's not it's not a spoken thing now it's like an expectation or an assumption am i wrong because I feel like just because somebody do something for me that I don't have to do anything back for them. Am I wrong for thinking that? Am I wrong for saying that? You're wrong if you agree to do something back. Like if you, if it's an agreement that you owe the favor back, okay, and then you decide like, no, you've allowed a person to do things knowing that the expectation is if I do this, you're going to be there for me in return. You know what I'm saying? I, if I can call, if you can call on me for this, I would like to be able to call on you for that, right? And and then you totally let that person down. You totally redig on that. That's different. That's different. I'm talking about when people sit up there and do things for you that's supposed to be just out of the kindness of their hearts. They are helping you out of the kindness of their hearts. It's It's been hard for me to accept the help that I've been getting trying to, you know, get this podcasting stuff off the ground. I don't even like to call it podcasting off the ground because it's not like I'm like setting up a setting up any like equipment or anything like that to do podcasting. But OK, let me just say this. Getting like this, my content off the ground. Let me just say it like that. It's been hard accepting help getting my content off of the ground. OK, um, the help that I have accepted, it has been I'm very, very grateful for it. You know, he's been very, very 
helpful and kind and all of that and still in the back of my mind even before like i even allowed the help to happen i was like what is it you feel me like what is it that you want from me i asked i asked because i am up front like that what is it that you want from me like what are you are you expecting from me like why are you being so nice why are you trying to help me is there something that you feel like you are going to want from me in the long run sometimes people want credit uh at one point people were trying to help me along the way here on the app i'm talking about way prior to the check mark way prior to uh dmz right trying to help me along because they seen something in me right and what i noticed was when i started to kind of pull away because it became like almost like this control type thing like motherfucker didn't want me around other people because it was like i want to be the one to like if you fucking do big things i want to be the one to say that i discovered you or i you know what i'm saying like i had something to do with that even with the fucking queen of stereo you fall out with a motherfucker and because they supported you and this is real life i'm not like these are real fucking examples real things that happen queen of stereo motherfucker supported me on queen of stereo supported me we supported each other and then had the nerve to say like i won queen of stereo because of them this is that's the type of shit that i'm talking about right and so then because of that because of i started to have you know some success with dmz or whatever and i guess motherfucker wasn't having as much success with whatever the fuck they was doing so now it became this thing that i somehow owe them something somehow you know motherfuckers then told me well you have some influence so you could do the okay so why do i owe any of that to anybody if i decide that i want to whoever the fuck i would like to support and throw whatever little bit of influence that i have that's that's who that's what i'm gonna do that's what i'm gonna do and it may be somebody that didn't help me do shit at all maybe it's just somebody that i fucking believe in right and they haven't done anything for me but that, that's not what it's about for me i'm not looking for nobody to do nothing for me and i'm certainly not doing anything for people so that they can bow down to me or owe me something or whatever right twixie baby had said something in uh, live wires them talk yesterday i think it was twixie baby or somebody in the audience was saying like uh i think it was twixie like if all you have is fifty dollars you don't loan somebody fifty dollars if that's all you have my daddy taught me something different too something along the along the same lines but a little bit different right he didn't say like if all you have is this don't loan this he said do not loan anything that you are that you are not able to give if it's not able to be a gift do not loan it right if it's something that you are going to need back do not loan it seriously because and and i and i live by those words and it's not even just i don't even just do that with money if it's not if if what i'm pouring into somebody right if i cannot afford to pour into you without without needing the return without needing for you to pour back into me i can't pour into you i can't give 
what I cannot afford to lose. Okay? And I think that that is what we do. And then when people do not reciprocate, then it's a big deal because you have given what you do not have to give. And I don't think that that expectation should be on the person that you're giving because people is human. People gonna people, bro. For real. It don't matter who it is. My brother, I loaned my brother one time, and this is what my dad kind of taught me, taught me this lesson, right? Uh, my brother had gotten stranded. So he used to work. This is when I, I had, well, I wasn't first to move to Illinois, but this is when I was in Illinois. I moved to Illinois. I had already had my younger son, my older son. I think I might have been pregnant with my oldest, my youngest. I think I might have been pregnant with my youngest because they're only 19 months apart. So it wasn't, it wasn't that long that Ryan wasn't in the picture. You know what I'm saying? He, he came into the picture pretty quickly after his brother. But I think I probably was pregnant, whatever. Or I had, or I had both the kids already, either way. And my brother had um was working and the way like he was traveling, right? He was working like on these, I don't want I don't know what you want to call them, like rigs, like like what do you call them? Like, what do you got? Come on, y'all, help me out. Like, you know, like steel mills and stuff like that. What the fuck? Like factories, but I don't know, but he was traveling. He was traveling doing it. Like they were sending him to different states to do it. Okay. So, uh, the one he went somewhere, but they didn't they didn't no longer need it, need him or some shit like that or whatever. So he needed he didn't have the money because they hadn't paid him. And he's like, I'm stranded. He was stranded at the airport. Now, I'm not gonna see nobody stranded, right? He was stranded at the airport. Um I'm like, okay, I was married. I said, okay. He and my mom asked, like, can you just lend him the money? I'm like, okay. He's like, I'm gonna pay you back. I my check come like I, he need to get back to California. But as soon I'm gonna pay y'all back. Ooh, out the bam. Okay. Now we was kind of struggling at the time, financially wise. Did not have it to give, right? But my heart won't let me let somebody be stranded somewhere. I just my heart just can't do it. So I'm like, okay. I had to convince my husband, you know, he didn't really want to do it. Cause mind you, I didn't got married without my family even ever meeting this person or knowing who this person is like that. And everybody except for my mom. No, yeah, my mom met him. We wasn't married yet. My mom met him, but nobody else had met him. So he like, ah, I don't know what want the bam, but we did it anyway. Okay. So now I got to deal with this man who is hassling me about when is my brother finna pay this money back to us because we did not have it and we loaned it with the expe expectation that we were going to get it back. Um, and it wasn't just like an expectation that we created. He said he was going to give it back. Oh my God, y'all. My brother. So first it became, I ain't got the check yet, right? It should be coming like tomorrow or in two days or whatever. Okay, fine. I'm hitting him up. He ain't got it. So he gets frustrated, right? Finally. And starts to tell me, well, when you first went out there, when you first moved out there and you didn't have the money for the, your phone bill, I paid your phone bill. I did this. Oh, so you felt like I owed you this? You felt like I owed you this. So you was counting favors 
of shit that you told me that I didn't have to pay back or it wasn't even an expectation to pay it back, right? But now you're mad because I'm asking for money that I did not have in the first place to loan you. I'm asking for it back. And instead of getting it, giving it back, you're, you would rather tell me everything that you have done for me. You want to tell me everything that you have done for me and basically tell me that that is payment. I don't owe you shit because of that. And if you did that with, in, in, with the intention that you, were, you will need me or I will need you, I'm sorry, you will need me one day and that I'm just going to do the shit for free, that's fucked up. We never got that money back. And like I said, we were struggling already financially at that time we never got that money back and it just hurt me because first of all that's my brother right that shit hurt me because it was like damn all those things that you did if i would have had the money just to give you to do the damn plane ticket i would have just did that right but it wasn't just me it wasn't just me and actually i wasn't even working at that time okay so I had a, my ex-husband, unfortunately, was the type of man that he always would like to let me know and remind me that he's the one that goes to work. So therefore, he's the one that pays the bills. You know what I'm saying? So it was like very stressful for me because now I'm having to, I have to deal with uh, my brother fucking playing me, right? And then I got to now deal with my, at that time, husband you know, upset, you know, on oh, your family, this and this and that or whatever, right? All because my brother sitting up there counting motherfucking favors. I don't owe you anything. I didn't owe you anything. And I will never at this point in my life, that was a big lesson for me. A big lesson for me. I do not ever, ever, ever do anything for anybody that I feel like I cannot just readily do it and gift them that service. I do not pour into anybody if I don't have it in myself. If I ain't got enough for my motherfucking self, all I got is for myself, I can't give you none. And I'm not finna feel bad about those things because I don't owe nobody shit. We, we get to feeling bad about things and these international people because we... Oh, you know, I don't, I mean, you will have people try, have you seen like these memes that say, oh, you know, I'm solid because I was making sure motherfuckers were straight when I was struggling. That's stupid. Why the fuck would you do that? Okay. Why would you do that? I don't even go to work if I don't have it to give to my patients and I am in the field of caring for people. Okay. I, that That's my job. But guess what? This a heavy load because these people died. I got you know the families and stuff. I'm dealing with that, and the reason why I chose nursing. First of all, I love nursing, right? I do love to be of service, but I'm not about to be of service to people when I can't. If I'm going through my own shit in life that is draining me, I will call off. I will take them days off with the quickness because I just can't do it today. I can't. I owe it to me more than anything. And I just want people, and unless you brought children into this world because oh, I am beholden to my children. I, I think that I owe my children everything. 
and I don't, it's not even just as they're young. These are gonna be my children for the rest of my life. Society make make you feel like until they eighteen, you know, and then they're no longer they're adults, so they're no longer your children. My children is always my children, and I, I'm gonna owe them for the rest of my life. They don't owe me; I owe them. And that's how I be trying to uh, not explain to my parents, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's just like I should still be able to know it's not that and it's, it doesn't always have to do with financial. You know what I'm saying? But I brought these children into this world. They came from me. They are a part of me. When they need to be filled, I'm going to be the motherfucker that's doing it. Yeah. Now, that's who I will give for myself, because didn't we do that already? Didn't we do that already when creating and then birthing them? Did we not? pour from our take from ourselves to pour into this life to bring it into the world in the first place so you're going to do all that and then just stop just stop once they reach a certain age just stop pouring into them life is hard as we go on through life as your children grow up and become adults it'll we get to the point to where okay they're in their 20s and you know god willing we're still here for them right we're still here you didn't been through your 20s. You didn't been through that cycle of your life. You know what that takes. You have built and hopefully you have built how you needed to build, right? Cuz now your children is going through that through that season. And they're going to need you. And they're going to need all that you have. They are a part of you. Right? They're going to need all that you have and I feel like if we continue to do that, they will look less to other people. Right. You go back to me. I want to go back to the source to get poured into. My source is my parents. And guess what else? God. I know everybody ain't believers. That's fine. But you go back to your source. You go back to your creator. It's when we start trying to go outside of that and expecting shit from other people. And now you hurt and you're broken because you are expecting things from people who do not owe you anything at all. Or you sit up here broken because you pouring shit and you doing too much because you feeling like you owe people and you do not owe them anything at all. If somebody do a, at this point in life, if you do a kindness for me, you have just done the kindness for me. Do not come back to me telling me, well, I did this for you, Donatella. So, you know. I, I just thought that you so if that's what you did was that your thought process when you did it So you need to go back to the drawing board then on how you fucking operate and how you do things if that is your thought process While you're doing something for somebody. It's disingenuous Fake if you will disingenuous is just a nice fucking word for fake not real So what you did was not real And you get you gonna get <laughs> you gonna get what you give if you're putting nothingness out into the world fakeness out into the world because it's really nothing it's based on nothing nothing is backing it you know kind of like the u.s currency right it's just hollow it's empty it's nothing that's how that is that's what that is when you doing shit for people with the expectation when you doing something with people you putting a motherfucking check mark you putting a name a check mark by their name okay this person got that in my book. So it's very, I had like fought somebody or not even, not literally fought, right? But fought somebody on as they was trying to do something for me, just send me something 
off top because people could do that too, right? If they have your info, they can just send you something. Guess what I did? I sent that shit right back. No, thank you. No, thank you. Nope, 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 nope. And it's sad that I'm jaded like that because no, I just feel like I, I you see it on this app all the time, bro. Soon as somebody get mad, they get on here and start letting everybody know what they didn't did for that person, bro. Sometimes I don't forget shit that I have done. I forgot to say, oh, you remember when you did this for me? I did. Because I do it and then I forget about it. Because I didn't do it for any other reason than to help in that moment. Right? Now, I won't lie. Okay? There are certain situations where I guess you can say, hmm, I don't want to say like I counted the favor. Because it's not about counting the favor. So I okay, so one time my friend, he called me and he needed $40. Hold on one second. Are y'all okay? My friend, he called me, he needed $40, right? For his uh phone bill. Which is not a lot. All right, I'm like, what kind of phone he got? What kind of phone he got? That's a forty dollar bill. But anyway, he needed forty dollars for his for his phone bill. Now, this man, he's very super fucking. You know, he do he do his shit. So he don't he not the type of person to like be asking for shit or asking to borrow or, or can I do can somebody do this for me whatever whatever. At least not with me, okay. So I knew like, oh shit, if he asking me, he he definitely needed. I didn't hesitate. It was like, okay, yeah, no problem, whatever, right? I could it's forty dollars, whatever, I could do it, I got it. And that was that. Now, there have been times over and over again. So like after that, I have had like some real bad financial struggles after that. And one time I had asked him. Now, I was super desperate. Now, y'all, let me tell you, I don't ask nobody for nothing. I am like the epitome of, that is my little toxic trait, okay? I will need some fucking help and be like, mm -mm, I'm going to figure out a way to do this shit myself. I don't know if that's a tourist thing because I watch these little things and they, they'll be like tourists, you know, we're very like, just like, we don't ask for help we'll fucking just do some shit i suffer in silence a lot of the time you know what i'm saying and people won't even know that it's going on before i ask for some help so i also if my if i ever ask for help oh <laughs> you'd be like okay she must really really need it because that is the only way and even then i still won't i ask god i'm trying to tell you i will ask god and i do before i ask man because God don't count no favors. He continues to give in abundance, right? But uh, yeah, I will not ask a person. So like I had asked him one time, so I was like really, really going through it. I think this was the time where I was, um, my van was like pretty much broken down. Uh, I didn't really have no money. I, I wasn't working. I was only getting money from my ex. Um, because we had separated at this point 
So the house that I was living in was the house that his parents had bought for us when we were married or whatever. So I was living in that house because that house was paid off. Um, and my ex-father-in-law, um, he had not died. Had he died already? I think he had just died. I think he had just died. But you know, his whole thing was she has my grandkids and that's, you know, that's going to, that's their home. They don't, he don't believe in, you know, just because me and his son was not together, he got grandkids and he's going to forever want his grandkids taken care of. Right. So he, we were living there for free in that house and I was going to school. I was going to school for nursing. So I was broke as fuck. Of course, I don't know. No students. That's not fucking broke. I was broke as hell, y'all. Broke as hell. I was getting link, EBT, whatever y'all want to call it. Because soon as my ex-husband left, I was like, I went down there and, f and filled out for it. Because it was like, okay, at least that I can have food covered, you know, for my kids. And the only other thing that I had to make sure was paid was um, the utilities. And my ex-husband said that he was going to be paying, like, the lights and the gas, y'all. He fucking lied. He wasn't paying that shit at all. So I was struggling really, really bad. And I had asked him, the friend, who I had helped in the past, right? I had asked him, um, you know, for some help, whatever, right? And he was like, no. And it wasn't no because he didn't have it. It just was like, he just, nah, I wasn't going to do it. Like, you feel me? And I'm just like, oh, okay. Right? Like, I didn't stop being his friend. Now, it stung a little bit, right? Because I'm like, wow. You know, and this is why I said mm, maybe one time, you know, I, I'm not perfect, right? I'm not an infallible human being. So this may be an instance that I had counted a favor. But in my head and in my heart, right? Not necessarily to him out loud. It stung to me because I was like, damn, okay. I just thought that it was a friendship like that. Not that because I did something for him and came to him in his time of need, because this wasn't like immediately after that, you know, this was a while, this was a couple years, you know, down the road. And I feel like it was, it helped me understand like, oh, the perimeters of our friendship. So it's not necessarily that I wouldn't do something for him again. It's that I would not do something for him again that I could not just do, just give, right? That I wouldn't need anything poured back into me or anything like that, right? And it did make me, so it did make me realize, like, so the, I, you don't have to count favors, but there's also a thing where you don't, you don't want to be in relationships or interpersonal uh, relationships where you cannot, there should be some type of reasonable expectation, right? Doesn't have to be money or anything like that, but there should be some type of reasonable expectation. I will no longer be in relationships that also do not benefit me. Okay, so I can help people. That does not mean that I'm in a friendship with them, a relationship with them, or anything like that. When I help the man at the store do his shopping, because I could see that he was having a hard time, this old little man, and he was asking me, you know, a couple of things on the list that, you know, his wife had sent, and a couple of things on the list, and he just, you know, was having a hard time finding them. So I took my time with him. Right. And I shopped with him. 
and helped him out. That's something that's something in my heart that I, I had time to give. I had time to give, so I gave it with nothing in return, nothing expected in return. If I seen that man, you know what I'm saying? You know, later on in the years or whatever, and I needed some help with something that I see him and he just walked past me. I'm not going to be like, damn, but I helped, I helped you shop one day. You know what I'm saying? No. Right. But me in relationships with people, I'm not being in no type of friendship with nobody that is not beneficial. We're not beneficial to each other. I'm not going to count favors because at this point in life, I know that I'm going to be interacting with people or or pouring into people that I know will return, will reciprocate. Okay? Not counting favors. I feel like there's a difference. I, I do think there's a fine line between reciprocity and counting favors. But... I feel like the more aware you become, the more you see that line and you don't cross it. You don't cross over into. So you definitely have to be very careful when you are dealing with people to not cross over into that. Well, I did this for you. So you should did it for me because it is a fine line. But you also should not be around here, especially if you 40 plus. You know what I'm saying? Being used without no kind of uh, reciprocity either but it's the type of person that you have to deal with so it's not necessarily changing how you operate but you definitely have to change who you are operating with because if you don't understand who you're operating with some of these expectations you need to just let them go like i don't expect nothing from nobody on stereo i don't expect one fucking thing from y'all on this app i don't expect for you to support me i don't expect just because if i'm in your room you should be in my room supporting me i don't expect that uh if you know i'm giving you some advice or i allow you to vent to me or whatever i don't expect for you to do it back right because i will show support to people who don't show support to me i will go into rooms but it's because i like the content it's because I like the show, right? Let me say let, let me say it like that. It may be a particular show that I like. And I like the concept of it or whatever. So I'm going to go in there and I'm going to fuck with it. But I totally do not expect the creators of said show to be coming into my shit just because I enjoy something that they do. I get something out of what they do, right? So it's not just that... Um, and I think that that's where you can learn how to be genuine about what it is that you do for people. Do you get some type of joy out of the help? Because if you're doing some shit begrudgingly, you, I promise you, you're going to put that as a notch on the motherfucking paper. And you're going to see it as a motherfucking something that somebody owes you. If you do some shit begrudgingly. It brings me joy to help that man in the store that day. Right. Because I was doing something for somebody else. And who didn't ask me, you know, to do that. He just kind of asked me like, hey, do you know where this is at? Do you know where this is at or whatever? And, you know, just took the time and had a nice little conversation while we were walking around the store. I actually was going through some shit myself at that time, you know, so it helped me forget about some things and just have this nice little conversation with this sweet old man walking around the store. I got something out of it. Right. When I go to somebody's show who does not support my show, it's literally because I'm getting something out of it. 
right? This whole, I'm going to support you, you support me. Now, in this creator's fund, <laughs> in this creator's fund, I stated my claim about that, though. Right? I made it clear and I made it plain. I will help you if you help me. But I made it clear that that's what I want. I made it clear. So if you accept my help, you are to me accepting what I'm the terms of that help. I don't have terms for my help all the time, but there's different situations, y'all. There's different situations. In the situation of the Creators Fund, I am totally on board with supporting anybody's posts and helping anybody else's posts go up if they are on board with helping me do the same thing. That's that is my unless I see uh, something that I just like, right? That I'll comment on. But I'm saying like as far as the people who I deal with and stuff like that or whatever, or just not even deal with, just those of us who know of each other. That's why I put that out there. So I think that it should be stated. I don't think there's wrong with anything wrong with reciprocity if it is already known from the beginning that that is the expectation. Then somebody can move how they need to move. Because say that's the expectation. Somebody tells me like, okay, Donatella, I'm willing to do this, that, and the third if you're willing to do this. I might say, I'm not willing to do that. So, no thank you. Keep what you're doing. I don't like the people who a person says, okay, these are the terms of if I do this. These are the terms. And you accept the help or whatever it is, right? And then do not honor the terms. That is when somebody can tell you, well, I did this because it was a, there was some type of, you know what I'm saying, expectation or there was a, a terms of agreement, of agreement from it. When Stereo first did the like the little program to you can make money during the sound bites when they were still called sound bites, right? So I got the little I got the little invite for that. Y'all, I was not willing to uh do the terms of the agreement. So I decided to pass up the offer. Because I wasn't willing, I was not willing to agree to those terms, man. Nah, the way that they had it set up at that time, I did not have time to do all of that. So it was like, no, nah, why would I accept some shit from them if I cannot fully honor the agreement? So I turned it down. And that's an option, too. You do not have to always accept things from people. If you are not, if you cannot, or you don't have it in you, to accept the terms of the group, not even accept, to honor the terms of the agreement. Do not take it. A lot of times we thinking about the here and now, and it's like, but this will benefit me now. But what is it going to do in the long run? What kind of problems is this going to bring to you in the long run once you know that you are not able to honor the terms of the agreement? Like, and that, that irks me too. Because just why I do not like people who are disingenuous in their giving, I don't like people who are disingenuous in their taking. People will, like, again, with my brother, but people will tell you, like, I'll pay you back or whatever. Okay, cool. And I told people, if that's cool. You can pay me back. And if you don't, though, because I'm not about to chase you down either, 
if you don't trust and believe, you can't get shit out of me ever again. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck how hard a down you are on your motherfucking luck. You won't be getting no help from Donatella. Nope. Unless I just want to do it. Which I probably won't. I probably won't. And that's just if you do not honor our agreement. I probably won't. It's the motherfucker right now. Owe me $430. Now. Do I want my $430 back? I absolutely want my money back. You know. I could use it. I could always use some extra money. I could use it. Um, but am I sweating the person for the $430? No, I'm not. Hopefully I do get it back. Uh, that's all I can say is hopefully I do get it back. If I don't get it back, I've already kind of moved on from that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not sitting out here, um, dependent on this $430. Like I need this money to pay this bill or something like that. I'm not sitting out here like that. And when I gave it, Again, it's my daddy in my head, you know, don't give something. I mean, don't loan something that you cannot afford to give. If you need that shit back and you're going to need it back, do not loan it. And the cold part is, is the motherfucker. <laughs> the motherfucker tried to get to tried to get me to borrow them some more money. I'm like, you owe me four hundred and thirty dollars already. No. No, I will not be doing anything for you financially at all. Now, I did do something financially for this person in between that, but it was for um, their daughter, you know? So it was like, yeah, yeah, you owe me money, but this ain't got nothing to do with that, right? This is the baby that graduated and stuff like that or whatever. So this don't have nothing to do with that, right? It's literally for the baby. Um, and I didn't, I didn't count that amongst the, the money that was owed for, to me. I did not count that money. And cause that's just what type of person I am, but I have not always been, this is just me growing in this, right? This is me. Like, I didn't always feel like, uh, people don't owe me stuff. Well, you know, I've, I've, I've had like a chip on my shoulder a, a little bit, a little bit. I've more so experienced it. Like through my mom, my mom is a big fucking entitled type person right um i think this like i kind of go the opposite way i think that's why i feel so strongly about it because my mom is like super fucking entitled and i i never knew like why i've never known why like my mom will get mad if a motherfucker don't want to do some shit for her and i just don't understand it's like why do you feel like somebody has to do something for you and so like when i hear the complaining hear people complaining about what people have or have not done it's like well why the fuck do you even give a shit that's one and why where did the expectation come from with these people what made you feel like they had to do this that or the third like what made you feel like that i i've just never understood that and so i think that's again why i feel so strongly because my mom is just the type of person that she thinks everybody is supposed to do everything for her for whatever reason, I don't know, maybe because she's just the queen of the fucking earth or something like that. I have no idea why she feels that way, but she does. And I, we've talked about this, you know what I'm saying? And I will, my mom, she don't really ask me for nothing like too much because I fucking, uh, fucking like, what? Nah, don't fucking, you the mama. 
You the mama. I should be asking you for some shit. I should be able to get some shit out of you. Not the other way around. And I don't even have no expectations out of you. And you my mom. Hold on one second. I'm going to take two messages. Grand Rising, Queen Donatella. I hope you have a wonderful I hope you have an amazing day. Wake the fuck up with Tella. No one owes you shit. Damn right. Damn right. I definitely, definitely feel this whole fucking talk. Like, and this is why I do not <clears throat> lend certain friends of mine money. Because I know how I am about money. And if I know you're not going to give it back to me, that's just like a friendship date. So I am definitely the same way. I do not lend nothing to nobody <clears throat> unless I got it like that. And I can lend it to you. And if you don't lend it back, it wouldn't hurt my pockets. Right. And I fucking feel that shit. I feel you all the way. Well, you know, I'm down here listening. Love you. Love you too, Mama. Love you too. You know another thing people don't owe you love. Mm. That's a hard one for me because I feel like love is the only real fucking thing that there is. <laughs> people always try to down emotions and talk about emotions, but I feel like those—that's the only real shit it is. That that shit that you get that comes up organically. You can control your emotions. You can't control your emotions. You can't control them. They're emotions. What you can control is what you do with the fucking emotion, right? You can't con try to fucking not get mad over. So watch somebody slap your kid and see if you can control not getting mad. Like, and I'm when I say control not getting mad, I'm not talking about your actions. See if you can control the feeling of anger. And not get angry. I said, I ain't said nothing about no actions yet. Feelings just happen. They just are. This notion that you can control your emotions is crazy to me. You can control what you do with the emotions. You can control your action from the emotion. But the emotion itself is going to come up whether you like it or not in whatever the situation is so whatever the situation is that happens whatever emotion that comes up baby that is the emotion that's it's organic it just happens you have to be able to think though through that and and know what you're going to do what is going to be your action from that right it's the only real thing Hold on, let me play uh, Mountain Mama. First of all, Mountain Mama, your picture is beautiful. <laughs> I just wanted to say that. That is a beautiful picture. I've heard you speak with your avatar and stuff. And it, please don't, I hope you don't take it as like, you know, it's not no shade. Because people tell me all the time, like, my voice do not match how my face is or whatever. I look like, I don't know, a baby face or whatever. And I sound like a 65-year-old lady, according to Jones. Boy, but I want to just tell you that your picture is beautiful. Good morning, Miss Donatella. Sorry, I didn't mean to hit the join button. I was trying to just get my phone straight. Have a great day. Loving the show. You have a great day, too. I'm loving all the beautiful pictures. I like how y'all pictures is just nice, beautiful pictures of yourselves. Not like avatar. Not When I say avatar, I'm not talking about like stereo avatars. I'm talking about like, you know, the little AI shit that they allow you to do. And then people put that as their picture. I don't like that. Show who you are. Be, be. You know, 
you're beautifully blessed, right? God made you exactly as you are supposed to be. Relish in that. Celebrate that. You know what I'm saying? Any and everything that God has given you, celebrate that and show that to the world. That's what I like. I, 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 I lead with my authentic self because I want authenticity back. You know, I don't want fakeness back. You give fakeness, you're going to get fakeness back. I feel like that 100% of the time. Hold on. with the crystal. Hey, we are listening to WTFU with Tella. No more. Hey, hey there. Hey, Queen hey. Donatella. <laughs> you know what? I do not loan friends any money. The last time I loaned money. Well, anyway, my friends know that I don't loan money. And if they ask me, I'm going to, you know, more than likely I'm not expecting it back. And that's why one of my friendships ended because long story short, they know that I don't loan money. They uh, asked me to loan them $40, right? I loaned it to them. Then they turned around and asked me to loan them $200 three months later. In between that, I didn't hear from them. So I'm like, uh, this person really isn't my friend. And I didn't hear back from them again. I'm just like, ooh, child. Mm, mm. Yeah, the money thing is a hard is a hard thing. Um, so I don't do it because again, I don't like it to get in between. I don't like to get in between relationships or whatever. So I don't do it. And if my relationship with you is hinging on what I can give you, you know, then um, it's not a friendship. Again, I do think that any interpersonal relationships should be. Uh, or personal relationships should be beneficial to both parties. If you are in a relationship where you are not getting anything out of it, I don't mean money, right? If you're not getting anything out of it, I don't think that it's a beneficial relationship, right? But do they do they owe you shit? No, you have to set those terms, boundaries, whatever. You have to set those terms. You cannot go in feeling like, okay, I, I want something out of this and you're going to owe it out of me. No, set those terms before you even go up into the shit. Okay. And even then, I still don't feel like you are owed. And when I say like people don't owe you love, we all love differently. And people don't owe you the type of love that you give them because people love how they love. And like I said, Ayala said it best. You don't get to determine how somebody loves you, right? You get to see how somebody loves and decide if you want to participate in that, okay? And I, I, I felt that because we will get into shit feeling like, oh, you're supposed to, you, I loved you like this and you did me like this. I'm still, I'm still kind of reeling. I got emotional yesterday, uh, just a little bit, having a conversation um, when I had to mention William, right? Because um, I'm still hurt from that. You know what I'm saying? I'm still hurt from that because I poured a lot into that relationship um, into um, trying to help him heal. You know what I'm saying? And it was a beautiful thing to watch him healing and, you know, finally living, you know, his life in a, in a way that is conducive to him and, you know, watching him uh, strive after things to reach his potential. And he decided to leave, to leave me, right? He decided to leave me. And it wasn't like a, a mutual thing. It wasn't like a, 
I, I didn't see it coming. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker just left and never came back. Right? And it it, it was all over <laughs> a dog, essentially. Right? He wanted his dog. I, I'm more practical and sensible. I feel like dogs are like children. Right? And it's like, okay, you're, you know, you're kind of just now getting on your feet. You know, you, you've got almost two years of sobriety in your belt and um, you got to fucking build yourself up so that you can afford this dog and stuff like that. I'm not a pet person. I, I didn't want no dog, but I was willing to be okay with it. But like at the right time and it, that time was not the right time to just be spending money on a dog and because I'm like, well, what if the dog gets sick or something like that? Like, can you afford to pay for all of that? You know, because I can't. And it just was like this whole thing. So, like, when he left and decided, like, he wasn't coming back. Well, not only did he let not only did he leave, he had another woman. Right. Uh, out there in Chicago or whatever. So this woman, I guess. I guess like when he would go out there on the weekends or whatever, I guess this is the woman he would be seeing. So she was willing to let him, you know, once he get the dog, bring the dog or whatever the fuck, whatever the fuck. Okay. And literally like left me for another woman and a dog. I feel like, and a dog, right. And a dog. And it hurt because it was like, damn, all of everything that we went through, all of everything that I poured into. Now I'm saying this to myself. Right. And it was for nothing. But was it for nothing? Was it for nothing? I did that because I wanted to genuinely see this man win. I wanted to see him win. And the decisions that he decided to make from that and like leaving me, he ain't winning right now. And I don't, and I am not the type of woman, I'm not like, oh, motherfucker hurt me. They broke my heart. I want them to suffer. I want them to, I, I want to see them lose it. Because if that's the case, then why did I pour into him in the first damn place? If when something didn't work out for me, now I want to see you lose. That means that me pouring into you was disingenuous. Because again, yes, we want reciprocity, right? Yes, we want, we want reciprocity. We want to, you know, if I'm loving you, you know, you loving me back or whatever. We like you, if you, if I'm respecting you, I want you to respect me back. Right. We want reciprocity in that way, but never do I want payment for what I want. Like what I did out of my heart for you. I don't require payment for that. I don't require anything from that because that was from my heart. I really wanted to see you win. And it's, I never understood that after somebody else is, after you're mad at a person, now you don't want them to win. Now you want to see them suffer. You want to see them down in the dumps. You like, nah, nah, that's not how that works. I still want you to win. You fucking hurt the fuck out of me. And I still want you to win at life. I still want to, I still want you to be happy because we only get one, one of these things, right? And my heart is genuine. It really, really is. I've never wanted to see somebody suffer who hurt me. Like, 
But I'm talking about like who I was, you know, had a friendship with or a relationship with or something like that. Like, of course, like the motherfucker that raped me, I, I want him to rot in fucking hell. You know what I'm saying? But even with that, that's not mine. That's not mine to hold. You feel me? That's not mine to like wish that on him. Because he definitely got it. He definitely going to deal with if he haven't already dealt with a higher power. Somebody who's very much more powerful than me, right? I just only got control over myself, my heart, my brain, my actions, okay? I have no control over nobody else and, and whether or not they suffer. But even though, William, that man hurt me to my core, I still don't wish nothing fucked up on him. And he's definitely going through it right now. Right. And I'm not I'm not over here gloating like, mm hmm, you see, motherfucker, you left me. You left me for a bitch. And that bitch ain't even doing nothing for you. You just you going back down from where you came. You going backwards. Nope. Nope. He got to do what he got to do. I'm not relishing in that. What I did do was remove myself out of that pit of pain that I was sitting in. Right. I still got the pain. But. I'm elevating. God is elevating me. And as he's elevating me, he's stripping away day by day. Day by day, he's stripping away some of that pain. Little by little. Stripping away some of that pain from me. Right? And making sure that I do not go back and just go sit in that. I'm moving, I'm moving on with my life. I'm doing what the fuck I got to do. He's opening doors. It's like I told Tammy yesterday. Sometimes, because I heard her account got shut down. And she's like, you know, yeah, I, I work very hard. On that account over these years building up that's five thousand genuine followers that i had you know what i'm saying and building up and they closed and they basically closed their account down for nothing or whatever you know what i'm saying and i'm like baby that's because you're moving into a new chapter into your life don't you know that don't you know that sometimes yeah old things that we had that we poured a lot into that we gave a lot into that was for that moment you it served its purpose and and just because we lose it it does not necessarily mean that it's a loss just because it goes away does not necessarily make it a loss. Sometimes we have to put shit down because there's a heavier load that's coming, a greater load, more opportunity that's coming. And your hands is full with the shit of yesterday. You served your purpose for the shit of yesterday. Maybe that account served its purpose. I mean, you ain't even doing the same shit that you was doing when you started that account, when you was building them followers. Honey, maybe you have to put that down because some of them followers can't go. Maybe some of them followers don't need to be in, the, in your presence when you start to shine how you're getting ready to shine. That is how I try to think about the shit, right? And I, I don't try to, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't want to say gaslight myself, you know what I'm saying? But I don't try to, like, <sighs> be unrealistic with myself. I'm going to say that. I don't try to be unrealistic with myself. But I also think that there is... There is always some type of lesson to come out of suffering. And if you're suffering just to be suffering, I don't know, like, that's, that's, come on now. You can't do that. Make your suffering mean something. Your suffering should, there's something in there that you're supposed to learn. Because we always, we know, we know this for a fact, that all, all growth is uncomfortable. All of it is uncomfortable. Right. When you grow in a baby, as that baby starts to grow, you become more uncomfortable 
uh, as he gets closer time to birth that baby, right? You become more and more uncomfortable because the thing that's going to come through is probably going to be like, <laughs> for me, that's your greatest accomplishment for me as a, as, as a woman, as the woman that I am, right? I birthed kids. That was like, I can't think of anything that has made me happier in that moment. I've never felt those moments for anything. I've gotten close, but nothing even compares to the moment of me giving birth to my kids. It's just like this overwhelming thing. And think about how uncomfortable you was right before that. Literally right before birthing that baby, how uncomfortable you were. You got to think about life in the same way. When this discomfort and this suffering is happening and you know that you're doing all that you're supposed to be doing, you know you're doing the right shit that you're supposed to be doing and all this suffering is happening to you, baby, it's because you're about to birth something great. You are about to birth something great. And we often sometimes give up before we can do that because the suffering is too much. So you give up and now you didn't suffer for nothing. I refuse. I refuse to go do hurt and pain for nothing because it's hurt and pain and all of this shit is energy. And you take it all and you transform it and you birth something new. You birth something new and something great. And that is like what I'm trying to do. And with that new great thing, you're going to probably go through some growth, growing pains with that and some trials and tribulations with that. Everything to get you to the next step. I think like you have to just remember, though, that this is all for something. This is all for something greater, a greater purpose. When we just get bogged down with it, and it's just like, oh, my God. And which happens sometimes, right? It happens sometimes. Being a caregiver for my son, sometimes it happens. Oftentimes it happens, right? And it's just like, oh, my God, this is a lot. And you know what I'm saying? We going through it. But then, like, mm, have you ever woke up and your child wakes up with a smile on their face every damn day? And I literally forget all about the suffering of yesterday. If Ryan had a bad day the prior day, right? I mean, I'm just talking about it. it just was like, oh my God, we couldn't get it. His OCD is bad. You know what I'm saying? He's in a ritual for 30 damn minutes. We can't get out the house for nothing because this ritual, and if you fucking fuck up the ritual, he want to start over or he's frustrated because he can't for some reason move himself out of the ritual so he get the biting on himself. You know, it's hard. It's hard to watch and go through. And then he'll do something that's just makes it all worth it, right? Like he tried to, <laughs> Legends, you'll love this. He tried to clean himself up, right? So Ryan's in this stage now where he'll try to clean him own, his own self up, right? It's like if he has a bowel movement, like he will change his own pull-up. He will try to wipe his butt. Like he, I've come in there and saw like, oh God, it's a mess, right? Because he's tried to, clean himself up instead of me finding like angst in that because now I have to clean up all of this mess in the bathroom because he's in that bowel movement all over the fucking counter or some shit like that or whatever right I could be very upset about that do you know how much joy I found in that because I'm like he's trying like he's trying he has discovered independence and he wants it and he tried. And I celebrate him for that. Right? I've tried to find joy. Yeah, now, now I got to clean this up. I'm tired. 
right? I'm tired of I'm tired of doing it. I, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I'm tired of doing it because most of you guys get to stop wiping ass and all of that stuff. You know, like by the time they get seven, eight, you know, what I'm saying they're very independent. And they can do these things on themselves. So now you get you get to kind of have more you time and not having to care for people. I'm tired. I'm still doing it. I still have to give him shower. Yes, I will allow him. Too. like if he's if he hasn't had a bowel movement and he's getting in the shower i do let ryan you have to wash yourself up right and he'll do it and you know i gotta watch him because he'll just try to do it real quick you know and i'll try to you know make sure you get all the parts and all that stuff or whatever and i'll do it if he did have a bowel movement I i'll still let him wash himself up but i don't want him because ryan you know he'll try to you don't want him to like wash his bottom up and then start trying to put that all on his body right because he don't understand right so I'll help him out a little bit with that. But I'm tired, right? That's why I do enjoy my weekends because, yes, I don't have to take care of nobody. It would be far different if my son was able to care for himself fully as a 15-year-old, like a 15-year-old, typical 15-year-old is able to do. But he's not. So I get very, very tired, right? But I have to believe that. I have to believe that. God gave me this particular battle because he felt like I was equipped for it, right? And if, or not necessarily, not even necessarily that I am equipped for it, because I heard there's this sermon that I heard and it says, God doesn't take qualified people, right? And give them the task. He gives people the task and then qualifies them, right? So he gave me the task and he continues to bless me with all that I need, right? To get through this. So even in my suffering from it, I still find something, the joy, the lesson, something new out of it. I have learned something new throughout these 15 years, all the time with this boy. Help me look through his eyes. I see the world differently than how I saw it before. You know, I interact with people differently than how I used to interact with people. My understanding of, of hum, humanity, if that's even a word, humanity, let me say that. My understanding of humanity is so much different because of this boy, okay? And because of all that I have to do for this boy. So yeah, I'll be tired, yeah. I cry sometimes. Yeah. Like my friend asked me one time, well, what do you want? Right? Because I, I was talking about everything that I got to do. I got to do this, do this, do that. I got to do this for him. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, but no, but like, what is it that you want? Yeah, I fucking burst out into tears when he asked me that. Because I don't even allow myself time enough to know what the fuck I want. And when I want it, right? And I do think that's a disservice of myself. And I and and that made me realize, like, okay, don't tell it, you're getting caught up in this thing, right? In this suffering, but you're just kind of sitting in it. What are you doing to move? What are you doing to, you know, take from it to help move you forward? You you do you, you let allow yourself to suffer and be sad and everything for nothing. And you do have to remind yourself. And sometimes people will come along and remind you. So I feel like God had him come ask me that question. You know what I'm saying? So that I could break down and release. Let some of that shit off so I can clear my head and think through this. Right? 
and like, you know what? I do need to continue to take from this. I cannot continue to get caught up in this because that's what I was doing at first, learning from it, learning from it, learning from it. Then I, you know, you go through a new, a new, it's like you unlock a new level, right? With your kids. Um, <laughs> when they become a certain age, especially when you're talking about a special needs child, right? Because it's not like they just these cute little babies forever, right? They become adults. They become teenagers and then adults too. And once they do, that's a new fucking level that you've unlocked. You've never been here before. You know, he's 15. I ain't never been there before with a special needs 15-year-old. It's going to be some growing pains. Growing pains, though. Key word, grow. 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 Grow from the pain. Grow from the pain. And that is what I'm trying to do. And when he said, what is it that you want? I broke down. I cleansed myself. And then I got back up. And I said, you fucking right. Let me go after what I want to. Because what I want is security. What I want is happiness. Not just for me, for my children. And I need to be happy. I need to have some type of happiness in me too. So that I can pour into them. Because I told you at the beginning of this, I owe them every fucking thing. Everything. And I owe it to them for me to be okay. Because I got to give to them. And if I don't have none, then I don't have none for me. They not getting none. I ain't getting none. Nobody getting none. Now we all fucking suffering. And I refuse to let my children suffer. Yeah, I get tired of being strong. But you know what? He chose me to be fucking strong. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna complain about that shit all the time. If I gotta be, he equipped me to be strong. And when you got the fucking tools, use them. Use them. So yeah, I remembered what it is that I want. Because what I want is it is for, for my kids too. It's gonna benefit them too. And I got up off my ass and I said, yes, I am. I'm going to go ahead. I'm about to work on this podcast shit. I'm about to do this shit because this is going to create freedom for me and for my babies. And I will be able to be able to do all that I can do for them fully. If I go this route, he continues to show me this path and I continue to shy away from it. For what? For what? You know, we keep the, God, send me a sign. Show me. Show me what I'm supposed to do. And when he show you, when he answer you, you're like, huh, I don't know. I don't know if I can do that. You keep asking him to show you and he show you and then you don't want to do it. No, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it because he telling me that it's going to be okay. So I'm going to do it. And so that is what I'm doing. That is what I've decided. That is the, that's the juncture that I am at right now in my life at present. That is what the plan. Am I going <laughs> to probably be sad and have days of sadness and you know what I'm saying hopelessness sometimes yeah I am that's just how this shit goes right that's how it goes when you are on the path to your to your greatness if if the path to greatness was just the easy one I think everybody would achieve greatness now don't get me wrong you're all you great all in your own right but I'm talking about reaching your potential of, of what God has meant for you and that is not an easy fucking path to follow we often get weary on that path and we give up. A lot of us give up. A lot of us. And that's how I seen for William. And that's why my heart hurts for him. Because I know he gave up. He gave up and you went back to the shit that 
the devil be offering you. You know what I'm saying? Which gives you some sort of instant gratification while it slowly tears down your life little by little by little. And it, I hurt for him. I really do. That whatever whatever greatness that he was afraid of, of achieving, or however hard this road to greatness was for him, that he just felt like he had to go back to, you know, the old shit. He had to go back to that. He had to go back to the suffering because that's where he's comfortable in. And that's why I tell you guys, it's just so, it's dangerous to stay in that suffering because you do get comfortable in it, right? Because that fear of what is or what could be is so crippling that it'll just keep you into what you are, keep you in what you already know, which is suffering. And you just get used to it and used to it. So like to what I said, it becomes like this fucking security blanket for you almost. So I feel for him. I feel for him, right? I could have taken that very personally, which I did in the first few months, right? I was crying. I was hurt. My feelings were hurt for me, right? And how I was done. My feelings were hurt so, so bad, right? Now, the hurt that I have is not necessarily for me. It really is for him in, in that, like, damn, you know, and I, I'm, I'm sorry that um, I'm saying to myself, not sorry to him, you know, but sorry that you know, what I had to give was not enough. But I, I think God brought us as far as we could and, you know, put me in his path um, for help. And he just didn't want to take it fully. So that's just that, you know what I'm saying? And um, that's growth for me because in the past, uh, a, a relationship, if a relationship would end like that, it would be like some bitterness from me. Right. Because of all that I did and all that I poured into and I ain't getting none back. No, I don't. I don't. I don't regret pouring into anything. I would do it all over again. Knowing if I knew that it would end up like this right now that I see how it ended up like this between us. If I knew that it would end up like this between us or I knew like this, I still would do it all over again because it's a chance that maybe he might benefit from it. It's a chance that he may be able to take that and soar with it. And go on and be happy in his life. Because for me, real love is not necessarily how somebody makes me feel. But it's seeing how the love that I give them makes them feel. Seeing them happy. Right? That makes me happy. Right? And I always have love in my heart for him. Always. And I always want to see him do good. And it has nothing to do with us being in a relationship. We don't never have to be in no relationship. My only, only real thing that I'm still trying to get over though is just the fact that my son loved him and I don't have my kids around men. So they only know their dad and Ryan, that's the part that hurts though. Um, a lot that I'm still just trying to get that part of the hurt. It's just cause Ryan does love William, you know? And that was like beautiful to me because you know, it's not, I'm not saying Ryan doesn't love anybody, but Ryan's super attached to me. So to see him be like that and, you know, how he is with me, with somebody else is beautiful to me because I felt like, oh, there's somebody else in this world. You know, y'all are like, he got a dad, those Donatella. Yeah, he do got a dad, but his dad ain't like that with him, you know? So it was just a beautiful thing to me. And so that's the only thing because it's like, Ryan don't know where William is at. It's just he's gone. You know, and I don't know what Ryan's going through as far as, you know, or what he went through when when William left. I don't know what he went through. You know, um, if he experienced sadness, 
and things like that. I'm sure he did. He's a human being. And that's just the part that I hate, you know, not being able to explain to my child or even find out how he's feeling behind that, behind somebody that he loves, losing somebody that he loves. Because right now, he got his mama, right? He ain't, I ain't never went nowhere. So, you know what I'm saying? That, to me, right there is the first time that Ryan has had somebody in his life that he loved that just left up and left, and he has no clue. You know what I'm saying? You just up and left and took love from my baby. Like, that hurts me. But even that, I'm getting past that, right? And I'm understanding that how much I want to protect myself, I'm going to protect my children from hurt. Ryan especially, right? I've been trying to protect him from hurt. I can't. I have to allow life to fucking happen, right? I have to allow, I have to allow him experiences too. And that is part of life. That is part of life's experience. You are going to lose people that you love. And it doesn't always be through death. Sometimes you lose people that you love. And while I don't want my son to feel that, I have to let him experience that. As much as it pains me, I have to let him experience that because that is life and that does happen. And you, you don't want for it to be, you know, the first time at 50 fucking years old that you're experiencing something because it's hard. You don't know how to deal with things, you know? So um, let me play these messages though, y'all. <laughs> at this point, I'm just going on and on and on. Legends. Hey, Donatella, good morning. I uh, hope you're doing Girl, well today. Here. Peace and blessings to everybody in the room. Uh, appreciate you being up here. And uh, yeah, have a blessed day. I'm at work, as always. Oh, a little discouraged today. Uh, I'm just trying oh. to stay positive, trying to stay upbeat, trying to find my space, my place. Um, I'm, I'm not a best employee in the sense that I've always been a boss, and I have some struggles with some of the things that happen here, but... I'm working on it, I'm working on it, I'm trying to, you know, put my ducks in a row and come up with my plan B and just work things out, but yeah, man, you know you know me, I'm always on my grind, so peace and blessings on the Taylor, shout out to the room, great to hear you. And it's going to work out, it is going to work out, because you, I know you and you're going to put that work in, and oh wow, that's a great message, because again, like I just was talking about, we go through things, we go through suffering, but we do have to work through that, we cannot give up. We can't give up on ourselves. And I know like it's just, oh my God, easier said than done, right? Because when you are going through that shit, that shit is painful, right? It's painful. A job, oh my God, don't even talk to me about a job because it's like, ah, oh, I don't like what's going on here and I gotta, I need this. But you're doing what you gotta do to not need it. Whatever that is that you kind of going through with that job, Legends, I know you're going to work it out. And it's going to be A-okay eventually because I know that you're going to keep going. Listen, not in here, but I'm going to play his message. Shout out to the building. Everybody downstairs at the basement. Buddy, Queen Donatella, what is good? And yes, you are a thousand percent correct. There's a lot of people out here that will line you up and wait for you to be in need just so they can be the ones to pounce in and say that they're the ones that helped. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm the type of motherfucker, man, where, you know, I don't give a fuck. If we together, nigga, we together. Like, if I'm smoking, we smoking. If I'm eating, we eat. You know, and I'm not doing that because 
I'm like, oh, next time and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know what I mean? Not everybody got the same. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, man, when you got genuine people that just give and, and do for people because that's who they are, they already know that no human being can write that check for that. You know what I'm saying? That's something mm-hmm. that the most size won't provide for you, man. So, Period. Absolutely right, man. Reciprocity is wanted, but it ain't needed for you to be dope. Period. Period. I approve that motherfucking message. It is not needed for you to be who you are. And if you walking around here based on how you how you're gonna be based off of how somebody else treats you, that's crazy. Like I hear people say all the time, I return energy. I I no, I don't. I'm not about to return energy. I'm not about to get on your level. So if you're doing me fucked up, I'm not in return about to do you fucked up because that because that ain't me. That's not my heart. We we be walking around here allowing people to change our hearts based on their actions, based on what they do. What how is it what they do have to do with how you operate? When my brother did that to me, right? I haven't stopped being giving. I just don't give where I don't have it to give anymore. That's what changed. But my heart, my giving heart has not changed. How I'm there for somebody and I show up for somebody has not changed. Right? I'm not, if I see somebody in need or suffering or something like that, I will help without expecting anything in return. I'm not going to see that person later like, motherfucker, I fucking helped you. So you can't help me? No. So, like, I don't, yeah, I don't believe in, I believe in an exchanging of energy, right? But I don't believe in a matching of energy just because somebody's energy is somewhere, so your your energy got to go there too. Especially if it takes you out of who you are. It brings you outside of who you are and what you believe and your convictions. Now, now you letting somebody control you, right? And I don't, I don't do that. So again, I do wish William the very motherfucking best, the very best. And I will help him all over again because he was suffering. And I have a place for him in my heart. I don't want to see him suffer, you know? If he came to me today and decided that he wanted to stop drinking again, you know what I'm saying? And he wanted help with that. You know, I would help with that. Now, I would not allow William into my heart again as far as in in a romantic level, right? Because he's shown me that he's not going to do right by that, right? But that has nothing. He's still a human being. And I still want him to be, have the best life that he could possibly have. Um, hold on. I got Legends in the clip two more times. Hold on. Donatella, I appreciate you so much. And I appreciate you so much for your candor and just your honesty. Oh, man, I'm, I'm kind of struggling, D. I miss my son so much. Yesterday was a hard day for me just personally and then I called him last night and they said he had had a hard day he was crying all day saying daddy all day long watching my videos really missing me and that really hurt that was really hard um I'd do anything to clean his ass right now 
Oh man, it's not easy, D. I'm trying. It's been, it's been this since uh, December fifth. Man, seven months now. So I miss my son so much. But I appreciate you sharing everything and continued blessings to you, Donatella. Continued blessings to everybody in the room. And I'm just trying to keep my head up and stay positive as much as I can because this has not been easy and it's getting harder. It feels like, but. Hold on, hold on. Before I comment to you, I'm going to play this good next one. It's crazy, Donatella, because I'm listening to you speak and I'm realizing as a, in my own life, like this time that I've had away from my son was really about sort of just resetting and finding myself. And that's actually been harder than just having him with me because I didn't know what I want. And now a lot of these things like are coming up emotionally, hitting me in the face because um, I never really thought of myself like, what do you actually want? Like, what do you, what's important to you? And now I'm, like, looking at it and looking at my life, and I'm having some, like, um, like emotion, just working through things, like emotions coming up, feelings, things mm -hmm. I don't like, things I really like, things that, you know, so, like, it's, I'm grateful for this time, but I miss my son so much, but I'm not wasting this time, you know? So I'm, I'm grateful exactly. for it, but, man, it's hard. It's hard to work through all those emotions and really find what's most important to you and what you value the most, so... I commend you and all that, and you're doing an amazing job with your son. So, thank you so much, Legends. And you are, you are, you, you said something there. You're not wasting it, and don't. And it's so fucking hard, right? Because I started this before you got up here. Like we're gonna do things, right? That are for the best, and it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt us. It's gonna hurt the people around us, our, our loved ones, right? And it's not intentional, right? But it's it's necessary for growth. Imagine that. Imagine that. Having to hurt and knowing that this particular hurt is going to be necessary for a certain amount of growth to happen. And I think that's what keeps people a lot of the times from growth because they know there's going to be some suffrage in that. Right. And to know that your baby is going through some suffrage. I'm pretty I know that breaks your heart. I know it does. And what I want you to do is do exactly what you just said. Make it count. Don't let it be for not. Don't let the suffrage be for nothing. Right? I know that's hard on you to hear that <laughs> Jude was crying. For you. Oh my God. I trust me. Trust me. Because when they called me uh the day that I had to pick Ryan up from school or had to have him picked up from school, and they're like, he's just really emotional. You were in that talk that day, remember? And I said they were standing, he's crying. I'm like, I don't know what he was crying for, you know what I'm saying? And they said that he was saying, Mom, mom, you know, which I, you know, I'm here, you know, Ryan is lives with me still. So I don't know what, you know, I, I have no clue what was going on in his head. And that broke my heart to know that my baby was crying. It's like, yeah, bring him home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let him come home. He can come home with me. He can come home and be here with me. But so the fact that I know that you couldn't readily get to him and put your arms around him and have him see you. And I know that you will get out there to go see him. And he's probably going to be so happy. And it's just so hard. And uh, we again, we got to let life happen, though. Unfortunately, unfortunately, and we just always want the good parts of life, 
or the good things that come and we see the good things that people have and we don't know the fuck that what the fuck they went through for that and what you are doing and discovering in yourself is gonna benefit everybody who you love legends it is and even though these are hard moments in time understand that they are only moments in time and every day that God wakes us up is another day for us to improve. It's another day. And he guess what? He knows that you love him. He feels that love, right? He knows that you love him. Because if he didn't know, he wouldn't be crying for you and missing you if there wasn't some type of love that he knew that he's getting from you. So even though it's hard to know that he was suffering in those moments, missing you, if you can find a little bit of solace in it, is that he knows that he is loved. He knows that he is loved. And you're going to get through this, bro. And I'm here for it. I'm here for you. Because you've, you've been there for me, for sure. Um, I'm on days where I just don't even know what to do and considering so many things and even, even the consideration of things sometimes breaks my heart. I haven't even done it. And just the thought of it sometimes just breaks my heart. But uh, we here. We I'm here for you. Um, and I want you definitely to know that I am here for you. Don't you remember you told me you loved me, baby? Hey. You said you'd be coming back this way again, baby. Oh. Hold on, baby, 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 oh, baby, yes, I was, I was singing all the fucked up love songs, man, oh, Bliss, I played your message, and I want to just tell you, I agreed 100%, yes, reciprocity is wanted, but it is not needed to be dope and what i just want to tell you what i said to that is i don't believe i believe in the exchanging of energy but i don't believe in the matching of energy because i feel like you allow people to have control over you when you try to match their energy you be you i'm always be me no matter what the fuck you do i'm not gonna return if you try to send me some fucked up energy i'm not gonna send you fucked up energy in return because now i gotta alter myself I'm altering myself for the sake of you and what how the fuck you move. And that ain't how nobody should operate. You should always operate how you operate. Stand on what you stand on. And don't let nobody knock you off your square with their shit for the sake of matching fucking energy. It's not worth it. Good for you, young lady. You're absolutely right. You had to let them experience that. I mean, it's just life. Good for you. You're a great mom. Oh, wow. He's gone, but thank you, Tony D. Baby, OG. Sugar, honey, ice, shit. Nobody <laughs> owes me shit. You know, nobody owes me shit. Nobody owes me. Excuse me. I own me, myself, and I. Yes, I fucks with me. Or whoever doesn't fucks with me, fuck you. As in friends, you can keep. Yeah, shout out to Donatella. What's up, Queen? How you doing? Hey, nosy listeners. What's up, nosy listeners? <laughs> Not nosy listeners. I love you so much. You know that, Queen. Um, I would love to do a show with you one day if you let me, please. Or can we do a show together if you let me? I'm asking permission. 
before I I don't like sliding people's DMs without asking permission first. Yeah, just to let you know. Yeah, bow down to you, goddess. I'm open. I am definitely open for it. I mean, I know we're talking about exchanging energies and anything, but on a high vibrational note, um, legends, if I could give you a big old hug and kiss, I would. Only if you let me. But yeah, send you love and blessings and guidance. Keep your head up, you know, keep your heart strong. Yeah, you got this at the end of the day. You got I know it. You do. words are easier than said than actions, really. But shout out to you. You're a strong man. Yeah. Really brave, intelligent. Sorry about the noise background. I've got rascals in the house. It's a weekend. What can I do? Oh no no no! We got the kiddos. I would, I would <laughs> think something was wrong if people got kiddos and you don't never hear they goddamn kids. Like why you don't? Why we don't ever hear your fucking kids in the background? What you got them locked up so you can be on fucking stereo? You know? So no. But yes, yeah, send all the love to legends. All, all, all of the love, all of the energy, all of the good vibrations, anything that can help you. Um, and I definitely believe in that. Like that's why I say exchanging of energy when I. When I had the one day that I could not get out the bed, y'all, I had to work. I couldn't get out the bed. My mental would not let me move out of this bed. And I'm like, girl, you got to get up and get up out of this bed. You have to go. But my hurt, my hurt was just so strong. It just wouldn't let me. And um, I decided to, in this instance, reach out to my manager and let her know. My mental is fucked up today. Like, I got to get out here and get this money, though, because I cannot afford. I ain't really got too much PTO. I'm trying to say I got a lot of PTO now because I saved it up now, finally. And we didn't know what to do. She, she, we have um, um, men, um, chaplains, right, on our team who uh, this particular chaplain, he actually is a preacher, too, of his church or whatever, right? So she was like, do you mind if I reach out to him and let him know kind of just a little bit of what's going on? And so he could, so he called, I said, I don't mind. He called me. He asked me a little bit of what was going on, right? I told him. And I mean, that man sat there and prayed. You know what I'm saying? He called upon God because my suffering was so great. I couldn't even call upon God myself, right? But God be knowing that. He be knowing that. And he sent somebody to help because I couldn't do it with my own mouth. Right? So he sent somebody who could call up on him on behalf of me. Y'all, and I'm telling you, it didn't give me energy to fucking, like, this wasn't going to get me through the next couple of months, but what it did, what it did do, oh, it was going to get me through the next couple of hours. And it did. It did. It helped me. It energized me enough to get up and complete the task for that day. We'll worry about tomorrow when tomorrow come, right? But today, if I could give you just a little bit of something, legends, if I can just give you just a little bit of something, OG, if anybody can give you just a little bit of something just to get you through today, we could worry about tomorrow, tomorrow, right? But we just got to get through these moments because it is on the other side. It is. And you will. You will get to the other side. I promise you, you will. 
because you're strong, you know, and you're going to keep going. And I know you're going to keep going. I know you will. Please don't give up. Please don't give up. I can't tell you that you're not finna go through this shit. I can't tell you that it's not finna be hurtful. I can't tell you that it's not finna be hard. Because it is. I can plead with you to not give up. And here, here go a little bit of what I got for you. And I don't need it back. I don't need it back. It's for you. Straight facts. Tell us straight facts. And I, you know, it's crazy because I used to have this mindset where like, if niggas fouled me, like I would sit back and be like, all right, nigga, your time is coming and blah, 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 and blah. And that would be the energy I would start putting out. You know what I'm saying? But if we're talking about reciprocity, right, then we should be receiving what the fuck we put out regardless. So the more I start understanding nigga feeling like that about niggas was only going to fucking hurt me as it came back. I'm like, mm. yo, if you were fucked mm. hard, I'm going to go out here. And I'm going to give good energy to good people. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because that's what I want to receive back. Like, I'm not going to continue to feed negative energy. Now, will I address negative energy? Yeah, but I'm not going to harbor on it. I'm not going to live there or none of that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to continue to be dope regardless of how many people shit on that dopeness. You know what I mean? Hold on one message. Hold on. Hold on. Like, I had, like I've had a lot of people... You know what I'm saying? Take advantage, you know what I mean, of charity, of altruisticness, you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, it puts you in a frame of mind, like, I ain't doing shit for niggas no more. Like, if you loan a nigga money and, and they don't pay you back, I ain't never loaning niggas money no more. You give a nigga a roof mm -hmm, and they mm -hmm. fuck you over, it's like, I ain't never letting a nigga, you know what I'm saying? But we, we shutting ourselves off from people that really do need it and really would appreciate it. And we shutting ourselves off from the blessings that come in return. You know, Period. we always looking for reciprocity from the person that, you know what I'm saying, we held down. The reciprocity doesn't always come from that person. The reciprocity can come from a nigga you never met before in that situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, so our, our gifts or our return ain't coming from the same person we gave it to all the time. You know what I'm saying? Stay vigilant. Stay giving. Stay that motherfucking shit. It does not always come from the motherfucker who you gave it to. Th this is why I say, this is why I say hard work pays off 100% of the motherfucking time. Period. Hold on real quick, y'all. I'm gonna Thank you so much, Donatella. And thank you to Baby OG and everybody else for their encouraging words. Um, I'm gonna get through this. We're gonna come out the other side of this. There is, um, success and peace and solace on the other side of all this and uh, we're going to get there and uh i'm just going to stay stay consistent just keep loving my son i'm going to go see him early in the morning tomorrow which it was very hard not to do that today because i had to be at work but i'm going to go spend some good hours with him tomorrow and just love up on him and let him know that he's missed and daddy's here and uh yeah and i'm gonna figure out this work thing and figure out every everything I got going on right now, because, uh, thank you. Thank you, Donatella. Thank you, everybody. Peace and blessings. Much love. You're welcome, Brody. It's all fucking love. It's all love. Listen, got me fucking 
energized because that's what the fuck I be talking about. It pay off to you 100% of the time. See, what we be looking at is we be looking for it to come in the way that we feel like it's supposed to motherfucking come. But you ain't God. And he say so. And he going to bring it to you how he want to bring it to you. Your job your job is to put it out there how you supposed to be putting it out there and you are going to get it back you are i never expected no let me not lie i'm not gonna say never eventually right i did not expect nothing from william i did not expect shit from him right because i see god is still working on him and ain't no way it's gonna come out of him but that don't mean that my deposit, my investment is not going to pay off. Do you hear me? When you give of yourself genuinely and openly, baby, that's an investment. And you will get a return on that investment. You always will get a return on that fucking investment. But it got to be genuine. It's the, it's the disingenuous people that I do not fuck with. Right? It's the, it's the people who doing it because they because they're trying to get something back out of it. I just did this for you because you know what I'm saying? I, I knew you was going to get this big ass settlement from this accident that you got. So the only reason why I was helping you is because I felt like when you get your shit, you was going to take care of me. So you wasn't helping then. You wasn't helping me. You was never helping me. You was trying to help yourself. You were trying to get something for yourself. God will bless you abundantly. But guess what? It'll always be so that you can bless other people. It will always be. The, any blessings. All blessings come from God, period. They come from God through other people for sure, right? But they all come from him. And he's not building you up with all of this shit so that you can just flex on people. He don't bless you so you can walk around and say, look how blessed I am. Look at what I got. No. Not at all. Your cup runs over because you are to pour into somebody. God will pour into you abundantly so that you can pour into somebody. It's an investment, right? Not just yours, but his. His. You taking his blessings and he telling you, I need you to go over here. Now listen, you the vessel, right? I have prepared you. I have qualified you as the vessel. I'm about to pour all this into you because I need you to go over here and, and give this. They need it. Don't worry about what you're supposed to be getting back from them. That ain't, that ain't your job. That ain't for you to know. This is the assignment that I'm giving you. And I don't think people understand that. And so when they take these blessings and they squander them because they don't do what they're supposed to do with them. That's why we stop looking at people and what they got. Okay? Again, because you don't know what they had to go through to get it. And you don't know what the fuck their assignment is. You do not know what their assignment is as to why they have all of this. They've been poured into this. They got to deal with Bliss says the most high. They got to deal with that. You got to deal with that when you don't do what you're supposed to do with it. Okay? 
And the only person that is going to give back to you, the only somebody that's going to give back to you from that is God. It's just how I feel about it. Right? We go through things all the time. Sometimes we don't we don't honor God how we're supposed to honor. And he still, he still will give to us. He still will provide for us. You know? So you so who are you? Who are you to feel like you pouring into somebody and because they don't give back, they don't do back to you how you do to them? Who are you to not continue to be what you're supposed to be and continue to be out here pouring how you're supposed to be pouring and understanding the assignment because that's what God do for us. Hold on, let me play these messages, y'all. All I have to say is don't give up. Keep your head high. Keep your heart strong. If you need a helping hand or shoulder to cry on, although I'm on stereo, I'll do it virtually on stereo for you. I'm more than happy to hold your hand, guide you through the lights of ways of life. Like, I'm going to pray for you. Yes. Pray for you for, to get the healing, the peace to see the success, the challenges that you're going through, that it may come to ease. Every hardship shall come ease, hopefully. And hopefully to pray that, to see the patience of the virtue that you've been waiting for that will come to you in your hands. I pray for you also to see yourself elevated in life. They say no better. Hold on. They say no better, do better. If I can't do it better, I make sure I can help you do even more better. Although I'm a lousy, lousy, loud person on stereo, but I do have a sensitive side of me. I am a human being. But I'm going to help you out as much as possible. They say, God's giving you two hands. One to help yourself, one to help others. I'm more Period. happy to help you. I mean, if I have to swallow my pride, I'll help you. Period. We're here for you, legends. And I'm so serious. Please do not hesitate. If there is something tangible, even if it's not tangible, whatever it is, if there's something that, Donatella, can you do this? Do you think you can do this? I'll do it. I will fucking do it. Whatever, whatever it is, if you need that to get through what you need to get through, I will help. However, whichever way that I can, seriously, because trust me, I understand you um, more than you know. Let me tell you the way energy works, bro, and how God will remove people before he blesses you because he knows they're not meant to share in that blessing, bro. Like I bigged my ex-wife up for years, encouraged her through school. You know what I'm saying? Stop working on myself and me and things that would help me to ascend. You feel me? I got left with nada. And, you know, to to have to start over, bro. Like, I did that shit, raised two sons, you know what I mean? In the process of it all, bro, broken, going through it, you know what I'm saying? Finding ways to piece life together dealing with the fire like just all of this shit in the crib and in my life driving me crazy hold on hold on hold on going through court battling these landlords you know what i'm saying standing in law doing all of the things that are right but feeling like i'm being attacked left and right and like there's no progress being made when in reality there is 
in the midst of all of this turmoil, bro, I receive a phone call about an inheritance from my great-great-grandmother from the 1860s, B. Bag on top of bag on top of bag, nigga. And by the time all of that shit is final, my divorce will be final. My divorce is final in December. That woman is not a party to any of this. So all of the things that I've lost, all of the things that were meant to break me, my nigga, I'm talking a bag bag when I say an inheritance from the 1860s. Let that shit sink in. God working, nigga. Always. Always. And Legends, you got to know that he working in your life. He working in your life. You said you it's suffrage. Oh, that's I just feel like I don't feel like everybody that suffer is uh, is upon a blessing, right? Because some suffrage you bring up on yourself, right? Just by doing fucked up shit. And sometimes that shit just catches up with you and you going to suffer for it. You going to pay for that shit, right? But when you know that you are doing all that you're supposed to be doing, when you know that you are out here blessing people when you are blessed you are out here giving yourself genuinely you know doing the work putting in the actual work and you got suffering going on you know you on the motherfucking horizon of a blessing right and that ain't fucking cliche i ain't talking i'm not giving no toxic positivity no motherfucking false encouragement or no shit like that i don't i don't do that i speak from experience i speak from when i when i go through it a lot of times i talk to y'all while I'm going through the shit, like while in the midst of the motherfucking storm, I will sit here and talk to y'all and tell y'all, I know this motherfucking storm gonna be over with. And you know what? I fuck with the people who ride the storm with me because I could easily push them away with, you know, the emotions that come from when I'm going through my storm. You know what I'm saying? And it's those people who hold on with you through that motherfucker. Not because they're going to benefit from it. You know what I'm saying? But just because they don't want you, they want to let you know that you ain't alone. And that's what we're doing for you, legends. Not because we want nothing back. I can't speak for nobody else. You know what I'm saying? But from my heart. Not because I want anything back. I don't want nothing back from you. I just want you to understand that, yes, this is a storm going on right now, baby. And I stand here with you. I stand here with you and let this rain fall with you. Because I know the motherfucking sunshine going to come. I know it is. You know what I'm saying? It's going to come. It's going to dry up all of this shit. It's going to shine on you. It's going to shine on your baby. It's going to shine and touch everything that you love. Because you are giving yourself... You know what I'm saying? You are giving yourself to this process, to this world, to those people who you love, and you're going to get that back. Uh, hold on, we got Baby OG, then Blissed, then Legends. On a positive note as well, um, Legends, your name means something, you see? Legend, the end doesn't end there, yeah? You got a legacy, yeah? Shout out Ooh. to your baby as well. I see the baby picture. So adorable, and he's so handsome. I wish I could just squeeze his cheeks, but I'm going to pray for him. And I'm always stay prayed up for every single one of y'all on stereo. Same to you too. Stay blessed. Oh, that's Luz Camilla, and she—that's a baby girl, but she is adorable. Uh, with her bald head and her cheeks, but she is that baby that got big quick. Facts, and that's the thing, right? Like, 
I look at it like this, bro. Like when you do good shit for people, right? There's something good sitting out there for you. So I call that like a bank account, but it's a thank account. That thank you may not necessarily come from the person that you want it to come from, but that thank you gets stored in that thank account. And far too often, we want to be in control of our thank account and say, okay, well, the deposits of thank you should be coming from here. The deposits of the thank you should be coming from there, right? But in reality, when we sit back and we let the most high take charge of our thank account, the thank yous will come from the right places. Not only will it come from- Oh shit. Damn, Bliss, you gotta finish that thought because it cut you your finger must have came off. You didn't you didn't know. Finish that thought up for us, buddy. Legends. That means the world to me, y'all. Really, it does. I really appreciate it. And um you're doing what I need. Like just being vocal, being able for me to share to be open to get things off my chest is really everything um you know i appreciate y'all i don't want to come here negative or downtrodden or anything like that um this is about strength and, and unity and working through things together and um this has been the hardest thing you know and uh it's amazing donatella like you think about it right now with william right like if i gave you three months to just not work or just just change up your schedule free up time you you almost feel like a fish out of water like you don't even know what to do with myself you know what i'm saying like and like all these things are coming up now because i'm in a healthy space i have healthy relationships you know um tame has been amazing the kids are great and it's like it's given me time to really sort of process a lot where before it was more about putting out fires Ooh, ooh. i'm gonna say this real quick before i play your other message the one thing that happens with that sometimes too is when we have freed up space, you know what I'm saying? And our life and our head, oh, the devil will try to creep in. Oh, he'll try to creep in, right? Because now there's space and he want to occupy that space. And he'll come and start trying to tell you some shit. Oh, you a bad mother. You know what I'm saying? You know you can't do nothing for that boy. You know you're not equipped to do nothing for that boy. You might as well need to, you, you know, like, you you can't do this. This is not some shit that you can do. What do you think? You, what you think you're going to have some free time? You think you're going to grow? You think you're going to accomplish something? No. No. You you sent your son off, and now look at you. Now you you don't even know what to do. Fuck you, devil. Fuck you, devil. Fuck is you talking about? I'm finna do it all. I'm finna do it all. And guess what? My baby finna be happy. I'm finna be happy. We finna prosper. All of us. All of us. So you can take your motherfucking negative fucking thoughts and all this shit that you're trying to get me to accept and you can take that shit and you can go somewhere because I do serve the most high. And he gonna do it for me every time. Every time. So don't let that idle time because you know idle time is the devil playground. For real. Again, again, because it's space. It allows him to come on and come in. You, you. Sometimes we too busy. We can't listen to him when it's the noises. We we got all this going on. We got this and that. Not gonna. And so you get a moment, a free moment, to actually think and plan, and try to uh, progress. The devil will try to creep in with these thoughts and try to take you down. You know what I'm saying? Because that with your baby and everything and him crying for you and everything you know 
that's genuine, but the devil will try to make you feel bad about that. And don't do that. Like I said, look at it from the place of that baby was crying for you because he knows the love that you give. He feels the love that you give. Okay? And it's okay. It's okay for him to want that. And it's okay for him to cry about it because you didn't take it away from him. You, you, you took it and you're growing it. You're growing it for him. So that you have even more of yourself to give to him, yourself, and the rest of your loved ones. Right? You're growing it. Because I don't feel like lo love is cannot be destroyed. Real love. Real love. And that's why I can sit up here and say, like, my love for William, even though that motherfucker did me bogus, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's genuine. So it's still there. Right? It's not destroyed. What All we can do is we can grow love. Real love. And that's what you're doing for your baby right now. He knows the love that you have for him. And just imagine how happy and the smile that you're going to put on his face and in his heart when you're able to come back with even more than what you had for him before. Right? So, yeah, you're doing it, bro. You're doing it. So I am truly blessed to have this time. And you guys are doing everything I need, so I can't thank y'all enough. Thank y'all for letting me share and be honest and be open and i really really do appreciate all of you thank you donatella much love and much love always much love always brody baby og oh it's a girl my bad my yeah, bad yes sorry, a baby sorry. girl i'm sorry i'm not to be sexist she is sexy she's gonna be beautiful she's gonna she's gonna be something in her life that's gonna make you proud she gonna make your granddaddy for sure i tell you that uh <laughs> But she's going to have her master's and a degree with a head held high and make her daddy proud. Yes, Legend, you have some beautiful kids. And your genes is strong as hell. Like, I've always wanted to tell you that. You got some strong ass genes, bro. Because all your kids look like you. <laughs> well, I haven't seen, I know you said you have like a 20 something year old. I haven't seen uh, that child, but the rest of your kids look like you and um loose she looks like um jude <laughs> she looks like jude like to me to me because like some of the pictures that you've shared of him like some of the faces that he's like made and stuff she does like the same thing i don't know i mean it's your kid so i'm sure sure you see it right like i just see pictures but like i see it i'm like damn legends got some strong ass jeans man my bad. I didn't even know that shit stopped like that but yeah when <laughs> when these thank yous come from the right places we're able to receive them more and we're able to recognize them for the blessings that they are. You know what I'm saying? So we got to just do what we're meant to do. And if we're in a position to be able to help or to be able to aid somebody, then do it. Just do it because mm -hmm. that's what you're supposed to do. You were put in that position to do. Don't look for that. Thank you to come from this person, that person or where you believe it to come from. Just know that the most high got you lined up because he sees you doing his work. And when you're doing mm -hmm. his work, that's who pays you. Because if you're doing it for yourself, then you're not doing God's work. You're doing Period. it for yourself. And this is why these thank yous are never coming from the right places or are never received or recognized. Allow the thank yous to come from the right place. Facts. Period. Period. If you out here doing it for yourself, you ain't doing the Lord's work. Okay, and if you don't feel like you're supposed to be doing the Lord's work, I don't like how you figure. How do you figure?
right? And I did say this earlier. I don't know how y'all feel when y'all help people, you know, from a genuine place, but it really does something to me to know that somebody is happy or, you know what I'm saying, feeling good based off of something that I did, right? That to me is like payment, right? Like they're feeling good, okay? So, ooh, okay, cool. I was successful, you know what I'm saying? That was a success, right? That is payment enough. And that's why I say like sometimes when you feel like your life is out of control and, you know, you can't... Like, God damn, I just don't know what I'm what I'm gonna do. Sometimes helping people will make you feel good. It really will. It really, really will. So if you can't figure out something to do and you go help somebody. Go help somebody. The most genuine people that I know, good-hearted people that I know, right? They love helping other people. Like that brings them joy to help other people. Sometimes I've helped people in ways that I don't even I don't even realize, right? And I do try to shy away from it sometimes. Like I'll say thank you and stuff like or you know, you're welcome, you know, but it'd be shocking me, you know, to sometimes hear people say the things that they say like cuz it's inadvertently, right? Sometimes that I do that, but it's what God puts on my heart. I come in here and share with y'all what be on my heart. The only times that I have shit like actually planned out is when you see me doing like an article. Like, so if I just get up here, to, I want to talk about some shit, you know, in the title and you don't see no link up there to something or whatever. It's literally because it's just on my heart. It's just on my heart to talk about it. Sometimes God says somebody and I don't hear it clearly like that. Right. But it's on my heart to talk about it and somebody may need it. You know, so then you got legends coming in here saying thank uh, thanking all of y'all. You know what I'm saying? Just for us sitting here talking with each other. Right. Yes, it was a scheduled talk, but not a planned talk. Right. I just was going to get up here and speak. My heart on the subject. And. You have to understand that God uses you sometimes in those ways. He uses all of us. There's been days that I've come to y'all rooms and it's like, this is the motherfucking message for me. How did you know where to send me, Lord? You sent me here for a reason because I needed to come here to hear this. I needed this to get through the rest of my day. I needed this to get through the rest of my night. I'm taking those words and it's resonating with me. And I needed to hear, sometimes it's just a phrase. Oh, wow, that touches me. I needed to fucking hear that. And, I, and that happens in a lot of y'all rooms. You know what I'm saying? Believe it or not. That happens to me often in a lot of y'all rooms. Bye-bye and them did their forgiveness. Uh, the word of the day was forgiveness, right? Yesterday. And, you know, hearing them talk about it, you know, giving my, my opinions on it and stuff like that or whatever, right? And it came at a time, which was crazy, that an apology is being issued to me, right? For some shit that I didn't even know was going on necessarily, right? This apology. And I am, I can be a forgiving person. I can be, but I also can be a very stubborn, you feel me? Like, no, I don't want to forgive right now. 
right? And that's some shit that I work on and continue to work on because I understand how not forgiving makes me suffer sometimes, right? Because I'm holding on to this shit because I want to hold on. I want you to continue to be wrong, right? I want you to continue to be wrong. So I'm gonna hold on to this shit so I can justify why I don't like you or why I don't want to fuck with you or something like that, right? When it's really, I need to let go of that motherfucking energy and I need to forgive the person, right? Forgive their behavior, even if they are disingenuous in their apology, right? Even if it's disingenuous, even if they're just maybe apologizing to you to save face or because it's so make it look like a way or whatever the fuck, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to harbor this energy for you. So I'm going to forgive so I can release this shit. Right? And they really made me think, right, about forgiveness. And then, like, you know, forgiveness and then forgetting and all this other stuff, right? Not forgetting versus forgetting or whatever. Again, I think that's a very fine line that you got to kind of tote because you don't want to, you, you don't want to necessarily forget, but you don't want to harbor on that shit any either, right? Like, it's okay to not forget some stuff, to remember some stuff, but I don't want to remember stuff just so that I can hold it against you, though, right? So, you, we got to be careful in that. We definitely got to be be careful in that. Um, but I, I, I just feel like, <sighs> let the Lord use you guys, okay? I, don't, I mean, I'm a believer, so I'm just going to always say that. Whatever you believe in, whatever. Let let God use you, okay? And don't think of it in terms of you are being used so that somebody owes you anything, right? You will get back whatever it is you are supposed to get back. You're not owed any fucking thing, though. Invest, you know, into life. Invest into the universe. And you will get back whatever it is you're supposed to get back. What you are supposed to get back. And like Bliss said, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to come from that person. So be genuine in the fucking shit that you do. Please. Because I'm going to tell you like this. I'm the bitch that's going to tell you about your motherfucking self if you try to ever come to me like I owe you a motherfucking thing. Know that shit. Know that shit. I will tell you where the motherfucking get off with the quickness. And I'll let you know about yourself and let you know that you're not a motherfucking genuine person and you wasn't moving in God at all. You wasn't moving in the spirit of God at all when you was doing that shit. So don't you dare come to me. Don't you dare come to me because I don't come to nobody about what the fuck they owe me or not. I listen to God and I do what the fuck he tell me to do. And I know that when I'm not doing what the fuck he tell me to do, that's when certain things start to fucking happen. And you can tell the difference between when you are in tune, when you are in tune and you really doing this shit, you can tell the difference between suffrage because I'm about to have a breakthrough and suffrage because I'm out here putting bullshit out in the motherfucking world and this is what I'm getting back. There is a difference, right? Because we do know, we do know that all growth is change, right? But all change ain't growth. 
Huh? You, I'm going to say it again. All growth equates to change, but all change does not equate to growth. Right? We definitely want to grow. And it, if you got to change some shit to bet for the betterment of you, for the betterment of those around you, right? Of the collective, you know, you do, you might have to change some shit to grow. But sometimes when you change and things and switching up, that don't necessarily mean that you growing. It's not necessarily for growth. So do not change how you do things based on other people and then think, expect that growth is going to happen. Expect that blessings are going to happen because it's not. It's not. You have to lead with the purpose of growing. And when you lead with the purpose of actual growth, y'all, you will stop expecting shit from people and you will just start doing what the fuck it is that you're supposed to be doing to move forward in life. Stop doing things based on other people. Stop doing things with the expectation of, well, I did this for you, so I know that I'm supposed to get A, B, and C back, so now you're mad because A, B, and C do not come. Because you wasn't moving how you were supposed to move it in the first place. You wasn't in the purpose that you're supposed to be moving in. Right? Well, I changed this, so I should fucking get this back. Hmm, you changed it. You changed it, but was it for the purpose of growth? Or was it for the purpose of just self-fucking-gratification? Right? Was it for the purpose of, I did this thing, I supported you, because I felt like if I supported you, you was, okay, like, for instance, if I support you on something and I know that you have, like, this big um, following behind you, Right? And so I support you on something because I feel like if I support you, you're going to bring your following to support me. And I'm going to like, you know what I'm saying? Then I'm going to fucking glow up. You know, I'm going to glow up based off of you because you're going to bring all the motherfucking people to help me fucking glow up. Right. Your shit, what you did for that person is very disingenuous. And you looking for the wrong, you looking to the wrong person. You looking to man, you looking to man. To help you glow up? Uh, what if that motherfucker ain't being led by God? What if that motherfucker is being led by a different entity? You don't put your faith in man. You put your faith in God. I put my faith in God that he's sending and using people through him, right? To come to me. That's what I trust in. That's what I have the faith in. So when I, when I look at something coming to me and I know... I know that wasn't sent by God, honey. No, thank you. No, thank you. Oh, no, 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 no. You can keep that. No, no, no. I don't need that. No, thank you. Because I know that that wasn't sent to me <laughs> by, by who I believe in. Mm-mm. Recognize it, right? Not only recognize what's coming to you, make sure that you are putting out, again, God's work, not, not man's work, because it's never going to work out. You know what I've also read? Um... From the Torah, if you do it yourself, like I don't know how I'm gonna explain this in Hebrew. So, um, if you do your part, leave the rest of the part in God's hands. Oh, oh wait a minute. Okay, okay. Hey, everybody. Hey, hey there again, Queen Donatella and everyone listeners. Yes, you said that word. Forgive, forgive. I want to ask you this in front of everybody. So what is your definition of somebody forgiving? 
right? Because I know I get this a lot <laughs> from people. My definition of forgiving is you realize the situation was messed up or the messed up people or whatever did you wrong and you forgive them, but you don't deal with them anymore. You don't talk to them and people want to misconstrue and say, oh, you're not forgiving them or you're holding a grudge. I don't feel like that. But what is your um, definition of forgiveness? Oh, well, my definition of forgiveness is, um, understanding right that uh we all have these human experiences and, and that we are human and that people are going to fuck up um regardless of whatever their intention was right behind it you do know that you can hurt people um with your actions even if it was not intentional the intention didn't have anything to do like with malice or anything like that so for me i forgive people well my definition is forgiveness is understanding Right. I understand. I put myself. I don't want to say put myself in that person's shoes. Right. But I think about my imperfect self and the things that I have done and how I would look, how I would like to be regarded. Right. And seen for my growth, you know, for moving past it, for changing the things that I need to change. So I try to see myself in people, you know, um, because I think that when we can see ourselves in people, we can humanize people. So instead of looking at the act of what somebody has done, right? And I'm not saying just forget the act, you know, and disregard the act, but dive into the human being, right? I know that some people are suffering from things and it causes for them, their actions to be what they are. Right. Um, so I can forgive you and not deal with you. I don't think that I have to deal with somebody to show that I forgave them for it. What I will do, though, is not hold against them anymore the thing that I forgave. So that means not bringing it up, not throwing it back in their face. Right. It means releasing it, releasing whatever the fuck it is that happened releasing that shit from my heart right and not any longer feeling anything behind the action that is my definition of forgiveness release letting go of it and you said something in that comment that made me think about something right this whole thing about conditional versus unconditional love right because um i think that gets misconstrued as well okay um People, I notice, tend to feel like if I decide that I no longer want to participate in an interaction with somebody, right? Because it's now become non-productive, not conducive to my health, maybe my physical health, maybe my mental health. You feel me? So I decide that I have to step away from that, right? And people say, well, oh, you just love somebody under conditions. So now that the conditions don't suit you, you know, oh, you don't love them anymore. People take going away or, or moving away, distancing yourself from a situation as not loving somebody anymore. And that's not true to me. Right. That's not true. And I don't consider that conditional love. 
my definition of conditional love is say I fall in love with you. I fall in love with the fact that you take me on trips every other month, right? We, we're just always going on trips. And I love you solely because that is what you do for me. That is, I don't love you for no other reason, right? Other than you do this for me. So I love you. So now you don't do that anymore. Say you fall upon hard times. And baby, we can't go on trips every month. You know what I'm saying? We, we make it only go on a trip once a year at this point because, you know, it's, it's hard times and we got to kind of do this and maybe some different responsibilities have shown up or something like that. So it's like, you know what? I don't even want to fucking be with you no more then. Fuck it. I'm out. I'm out. And I don't love you anymore. Right? Because you don't do the thing anymore of the reason why I love you. To me, that's conditional love. Right? I stopped loving you because the conditions have changed. So now, like, I, I don't love you anymore. That's conditional love. When I choose myself, my mental health, my physical health, my emotional health over this interaction over this relationship, that is not conditional love. I still love you. I still love William, but I will not deal with him in a romantic way again. And he has to go, he's going through it right now and he gonna have to fucking go through that shit, right? Because that's what he created. And I'm, I'm not gonna be a part of that. You want me to be a part of you want to have this other bitch on the motherfucking side and you want me to accept it like I'm the main bitch because you because you call me your wife and I'm supposed to be okay with that and because I don't want to deal with that, that means that my love was based on conditions. No, my love is still there. My interaction is based off of the fucking conditions and the circumstances and how far I'm willing to interact and how far I'm willing to, how much I'm willing to give of myself to this situation before it's like, okay, it's toxic and it's not doing anything for me or you, right? So I'm going to step away. But I still fucking love you Right. It's not it's not it's not that I don't love you under the conditions. I just cannot sit up here and suffer with you under these fucking conditions. Right. I can you can love anybody from a fucking distance. You don't have to. I asked I asked somebody, is there people who you still love that you don't deal with no more? And motherfucker thought about it and was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got people out here who their parents. Right. Maybe your mama or your daddy never got off of drugs ever right and you had to go away and do your own thing i had to leave my family in california because it just was not conducive to me and my future i still love my people i'm just not there i'm just not there and i can't go back because it's not it's like it they y'all be doing shit that's just like i don't feel like i should have to be willing to fucking intentionally suffer with somebody for the fucking sake of love, right? And when I say intentionally, what are we just talking about? If God is leading your steps, if you, because we do know that even when God is leading our steps, we go through shit, right? That's different. That is different than somebody who is just out there, really just don't give a fuck, 
fucking up their life, and I'm just supposed to be this ride of that bitch. Oh, yeah, baby, fuck up both of our lives. Because I love you, and I don't want to leave you, because if I leave you, that seems like, oh, I just, it's a conditional. It's a conditional type of love. No, fuck that. Like, get these meanings correct, y'all. Right? Just because you feel something does not make it so. Just because you feel, just because you decided that you want to fuck up your life and a motherfucker don't want to be there with you to help fuck up their life too, you cannot sit up there and say that that person didn't love you. Actually, I do love you. I love you enough to walk the fuck away. I love you enough to not continue to enable and be a part and be complicit in what the fuck you got going on. I love you enough. To step the fuck away from you. Love, do do y'all love somebody enough to fucking walk away from them? Do you love somebody? Legends, if I could, Brody. He gave his son the ultimate love. Right? An outsider will, pro- will look at that shit and misconstrue that shit like a motherfucker. Right? He did what he had to do for his son out of love. Out of pure fucking love. I don't think a lot of people is willing to love somebody enough. To step away from some shit. Where they know that they can no longer provide what somebody needs. Right? To help them. If I cannot provide. If I know that what I'm doing in my life. I have come as far as I can come. In my aid of you. And whatever it is that I'm doing is 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 like mm, I don't want to say making you suffer, right? But it's not it's not helping you any longer. I can love you enough to walk away to come up out of your life and place you somewhere where you can get what I cannot fucking give you, right? How many people love people enough for that? Sometimes you don't love people enough for that. Because you want what the fuck you want and you don't want to let a motherfucker go. Right? I, I I will say that I feel like William do that or tries to do that with me. Right? Because if I'm not what you, what you need, if I'm not what you want and you want to go do other stuff, why do you want to hold on to me too at the same fucking time? Why do you not want to release me so that I could go off and really get what I need in life. What's that Maxwell, that Maxwell song, Pretty Wings, right? I, I like, <laughs> y'all was making, whoever was making fun of Shamik Thompson, do you listen to the music or are you listening to the music? Like, I listen to the lyrics, I listen to the message, right? And I'm paraphrasing it, right? But he said basically, like, I had to let you go so that you can see how love is without me there so you can really experience because i know that i don't have what you need i don't i see so much in you and i don't have i don't have it in me to give you what you need and i don't want to hold you here knowing that i don't have it for you i would rather release you i would rather release you i would rather let you go so that you can see for real what shit can really fucking be once once I'm out of the fucking picture. 
And I still love you. Actually, I love you so much. So I want to fucking see you. I want to see you win. And I know that if you stay with me, you're selling yourself short. And it ain't many people out here that will do that shit, bro. It won't. People, because people will look at it like, you don't really love that person. You say, no, it's the opposite. I love that motherfucker. <laughs> Let's stop loving people to death, right? I love that motherfucker for life. I love that motherfucker to life. I want to, I want life to be in them. So I'm going to release them. So I'm going to let them the fuck go. Because I don't have it. I don't have it to give you. Right? I don't have it. So I got to let that go. And that's what I'm finding myself doing too. Right? Because not only is trying to hold on to this motherfucker. Well, I'm not trying to hold on anymore. I'm, I'm done with it. But like trying to hold on to him wasn't doing nothing for him. And it wasn't doing nothing for me. At all. And I hope he do find whatever the fuck he needs so that he can be great. Because under underneath all of that, that man is, I feel like, can be so great. I feel like he can be so great. And he just got to listen to God, though, really and truly. But, y'all, I didn't sat up here. I didn't ran my mouth. Ooh, God damn it. I've been up here for two and a half hours? Fuck. I didn't know I'd been up here for two and a half hours. I have been up here for two and a half hours, y'all. Um... I thank y'all for kicking it with me, listening to me fucking rant and rave and ramble. And I don't even be knowing if I make sense half the time. But if somebody feeling it, I hope that, you know, you feel it, you take it with you. And I hope that even if it gets you just through the next hour, you know what I'm saying? Um, if it could help you even just that much, um, I hope that it did. And I will continue to listen to y'all. And again, I am all for, just so y'all know, okay, just in, in closing. If you got sound bites or posts, rather, that you want me to hop on, if you are part of the Creators Fund and you got posts that you want me to hop on, you can send the motherfuckers to me. I will hop on. But I'm I'm stating my shit right here like I did in the other show. I want for to be helped, too. I want reciprocity. So I'm not trying to do things with expectation. I'm letting you know right now that this is what I want. Okay? So if you on board with that, let me know. Me and my sissy, we already on it. We already helping each other out. You know what I'm saying? And anybody else. But you have to let me know. And you have to express that with your mouth. And then also, like I said, like I'm expressing with my mouth, I want some in return. Now, again, there are certain posts that I will just support because it's funny to me. And I fucking like it. And I want to fucking post on it. But just on some collaborative shit. Shout out to a &E. On some collaborative shit, I'm trying to tell y'all, it would behoove you to not sit up here and try to compete with people who we can we can work together and we can help each other out. Because ain't none of this money coming from our pocket. It's coming from motherfucking stereo. And they said it's money on the table and I want to get the motherfucking money. And I know that y'all do too. We sit up here and we talk any goddamn way. So might as well get paid for it. I'm going to come up here and talk because yes, we're definitely getting paid for it. And um, I'm going to hit y'all sound by posts up. And um, I hope that you hit mine up too when I send it to you. If it, I'm ready to help. Wherever I can, I hope y'all want to help too. Oh, you're making a whole lot more than sense, Donatella, and I can't thank you enough for today. 
for the encouragement. And uh, yeah, I hope you have a blessed weekend, a blessed day. Much love. Appreciate you. Thank you, Brody. And just hit me up for anything that you need. Oh, thank you, Queef. Man. Thank you, Queef. I fucks with it. Thank you so much for the tip. I appreciate you, babe. Um, hold on. I got live wire. Jonatella. Shout out to you. Shout out to the room. Now you're right. And I think that the, the part people forget is the chances that you give. You know what I mean? Like, if you're a good communicator... You know what I'm saying? And you, you're talking to the person. You're talking to the person. I, I read a story yesterday about a couple that the husband was like, I love my wife, but I, I really just miss I miss who she was. So I think in part of it is like, you know, when you're with somebody acknowledging that they are going to change. They ain't going to be the same person. Like, you know, you might have fell in love with that one person for a certain thing they do. And that's the thing you attach yourself to. But, you know, to, to lock them to that would be handcuffing them. You know what I mean? It's like people change. And you know, that's not what, you know, I don't think that's what, you know, you mean as far as like, you know, you talk about like, yo, I ain't fucking with this. Oh, you going to continue? You going to continue? You going to continue? All right, well, look, <laughs> we, we don't have conversations. You understand where I stand and you still going to continue? All right, so, yeah, don't, don't say I ain't try. You know what I mean? And that's different. And that's the conditional love that I was talking about, though, um, Lion Wire. You latch on to one thing about a person, and if they not that no more, what have you latched on to somebody about for their beauty? And then they get in a fucking accident, and they face get messed up. Right? I feel like that's conditional love. Right? I think that you have to expect that people are going to change because people hopefully want to grow. Right? And with growth, all growth is change period there's going you have to shit when you when you go from fucking four feet to fucking six feet right you grew therefore you changed you know what i'm saying so i think that it would behoove people to lock in on your experience with somebody and that's what i'm saying like go into these situations wanting to experience somebody and part of the experience is experiencing their growth their change all of that all that comes with them right whatever different cycles in life that they go through with all of that it's all should be an experience and i love you because i'm i love experiencing you and all that you are and all that you're going to become i want to i want to be a part of that i want to see that you know what I'm saying? Um, but again, all change ain't growth. So you got to make sure that you recognize them, right? Just like all, <laughs> just like all movement is not progress. You see somebody in a, you see a hamster in a hamster wheel. It's moving, but they ain't going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? You have to recognize what's what. Be diligent, be aware. You know what I'm saying? And and just always make sure that you are in the experience of a, of another human being. And you're not trying to like control um, the situation. We get into situations all the time where we just we want to control we or we want to try to change people. We want to grow them how we want to grow them, but it's not on us on how they grow and what's when it's time for them to grow. Right? You could just be there for the experience and aid in any way that you can. If you truly love somebody, right? You want to aid in whatever way that you can for the path and the growth that's already set for them. We don't. You don't have nothing to do with that. You don't got nothing to do with their path has already been fucking set. I want to help mate who's also walking with God 
so that when I'm not hearing him or ignoring him, you know what I'm saying? You know, this person helps get me back on track, not the track that they want me to be on, but the track that they know that I'm destined for, right? A helpmate, the person to go through you with life and experience this shit with you, not try to control it, you know? for their motherfucking pleasure for how they want it to be, you know? Um, hold on, let me say this from Queef. I miss the show, and I miss all the good shows. So, like, I'm just, just the tip. Just the tip, all right? Because, like, I may not be able to reply <laughs> stuff. I don't tip. know how any of this works. Uh, so, I, I'm just tipping everybody. Just the tip. Well, I appreciate you, baby. I really do. I really, really do. Because I do like that aspect of it, too, that even though we get the um, creators fun, we definitely still get to have our tips and stuff like that or whatever. So I, I'm excited, y'all. This is an exciting time in stereo. It's an exciting time in life. And if you are a decent person and you know you're doing a shit and you're going through some shit, you going through some shit, be excited because you know it's your time. Something coming. Something is on the horizon. And I feel it. I know I feel it, and I know y'all got to feel it, too. So, um, shout out to y'all. Thank y'all for kicking it with me. Brody, again, hit me up. Even if you just want to, hey, I want to get this out. I don't want you to say nothing, Donatella. I just want to get this out. Whatever it is, um, just let me know. Hit me up if you need to, period. All right, y'all? I'm going to go over here and go mess with my uh, stereo ex-motherfucking husband and go, you know, <laughs> you know they waiting for me. I know they is. They probably like, where's Donatella? Uh, she's not in here. Uh, let me go bless. Let me go bless they room real quick. You hear me? And I hope everybody has an amazing Saturday. It's about to storm out here. So I'm excited because I love the fucking storms because I could just lay in the bed and just, you know, snuggle up to myself. So shout out to y'all. Love y'all. Be out there. Be blessed. If you feeling stressed and you feeling like your life is out of control, see what you can do for somebody else and see if that don't turn your motherfucking day around. All right? Peace.